0: Pass it out to Gordon. Gordon back to Buckingham. Buckingham looking for an open Spartan, as that was Jesse Brown, taking three again. Two early threes here from the Spartans. And now Ali Norris gets the ball into Filowicz. Filowicz down near the block, turning around. Can't get the shot to fall. And Madison, Marcy Schlick going to the line now after a foul.
1: Great job by Marcy Schlick there, getting, uh, getting the offensive glass. Second chance opportunities were huge for UBC last night.
0: Schlick converting on the first of her two attempts. And Schlick hasn't had too much involvement so far. It would be nice to see if they could get her up in statistical numbers this game. Certainly, in
1: terms of scoring points, yeah, she's, she's definitely uh, definitely been good at uh, pulling in the rebounds, but it would be nice to see if they get the scoring touches. As that
0: was a nice dump inside the paint. Now, 10-4 lead here early on for the Spartans. with it. Missed shot, however, will turn the ball over into the hands of the Spartans as we now have, that was uh, number nine, Marshall passing off to Brown, and a turnover here is having Keelan Filowicz bring it back up court. Pass out to Norris, back to Filowicz, inside the paint, and off the rim, it will be a Thunderbirds ball. Thunderbirds trying to get something happening here after letting in some early points.
1: UBC needs to settle down a little bit on the defensive end here.
0: And ball back to Hansen at the top. They have nine left on the shot clock. Hansen, tightly guarded here by Julia Marshall and lost the ball a bit. Has two seconds to get it off, and it hit the rim. So it's a free ball, and the Thunderbirds have it back with Hansen, who passes it now into Penn. Penn, bit of a spin move. Trying to bank it in off the glass, offensive rebound by Keelan Filowich and the Thunderbirds. All about the offensive rebounding on that play. Doing a good job trying to really get themselves back on the board here.
1: I think that was three or four second chance opportunities there.
0: As the ball goes in again, can't get the ball in. That was Marshy Schlick. with that one. Passes out to Brown. Brown, now moving in, and loses the ball. However, the ball, I believe, was called off of the Spartans, so it will be a turnover in favor of the Thunderbirds now. Here comes the pass in from Schlick to Hansen. Hansen bringing the ball out the court. Out to Schleck, Penn driving in. And almost gets the three-point play, but we'll head to the line for two.
1: Couldn't quite get it to fall there, but Maddie Penn typically pretty good from the free-throw line.
0: And I would like to mention that we are broadcasting on both Canada West and CITR here tonight. So thank you for all tuning in to hear this night's game between the UBC Thunderbirds and the Trinity West Spartans. This is the first of two games on the night. This is the women's matchup. We will have the men's matchup coming to you guys at 7, where I will be accompanied by Doug Richards. I am currently here with Natalie Scadden. And the game so far is 10-4, to 4, as we just had Madison Penn miss the first of two free throws. And able to convert on the second one. Thunderbirds trying to claw their way back into it as they're down six minutes left here in the first quarter. Ball in for the Spartans. Schlick trying to apply pressure and nice rebound there by Penn. Penn gets out to Norris as we have a fallen cascade on the play, rather Spartan, excuse me. Spartans, that is Caleb Gordon taking the court, passes it out wide for Marshall. Take... That was a turnover on the play. Hansen now taking up court for the Thunderbirds. Both teams not able to convert too easily here so far as another missed shot comes off the hands of Penn. That was a three-point attempt.
1: Trinity left Penn all alone on the three-point line there. But fortunately, she couldn't let, make them pay for it.
0: And pass out to Ashley Barnes. Can't get that one to fall down. Hansen taking it back. Hanson long pass out to unguarded Norris, shoots the three off the rim and a bit of a fight as Madison Penn falls to the ground. She was a bit wrapped up there with uh, Guglavik. Legault now on the court for the Thunderbirds and as well is Gabriel Laguerta and Penn both applying good pressure on the Spartans here as we have four players five players on the ground now fighting for the ball Spartans at the bottom of that pile and it will be a Spartans ball as there's 11 left on the shot clock. Inbound to Keelah Weens, looking for a pass out to Brown who gets the three point to fall. 13-5 lead here for the Spartans and this is the opposite of, we saw, of what we saw last night. Hanson dumps it into Filowich, Filowich long pass out to Penn, Penn loses the ball but a foul was called on a push. It'll be a bird's ball. 14 left on the shot clock here. Hansen has it, nice screen there by LaGuerta. Little dump pass, somehow got it off to Penn, who's fouled on the play and will go back to the line.
1: You can see how quickly the, the Trinity Western Spartans are collapsing onto Onto Madison Penn as soon as she gets the ball to triple team. She's so important to UDC's success this year. So far, the Thunderbirds have been four and one when Penn scores in double digits, 0 oh and two when she doesn't. so
0: And Penn hitting the first of two shots. And that one bouncing around and falling in. Thunderbirds up to seven here. And it has some pressure by the Thunderbirds. Full court press. But now that leaves an opportunity for Brown to attempt a three. Foul will be card- called against the, against the Spartans here on that ball that was bouncing around the air. And Thunderbirds will get it back. That foul was called against Ashley Barnes, number 11 of the Spartans.
1: UBC already in the bonus here.
0: Yeah, some early foul trouble for the Spartans as we have Legault now shooting for the Thunderbirds. Missing the first of two attempts on that that last free throw attempt, and the second one sinks in. Taking it up court now is Ratzlaff, who's really a playmaker for this powerhouse of a Spartans team. Uh, UBC upsetting them last night, but early lead here for the Spartans as they will head back to the line. That time it was Buckingham drawing the foul. But a bit of a flip of what we saw last night, Natalie. I know we touched on this earlier, but I don't know whether it's the Thunderbirds maybe thinking that they could just come out with the same game plan and. Not ready to adjust for what the Spartans would be bringing today.
1: I think the Spartans have played some very tough defense, and uh, so far they've hit their threes. I mean, last night they only shot twenty-nine percent on the night, so the shots are falling tonight, and UBC is going to have to make some adjustments.
0: Brown of the Spartans up to six points already here on the night. Hanson dumping the ball off to Laguerta. Passes out to Hansen from the wing, screen there by Lego. LaGuerta, four seconds left on the shot clock, throws one up, hits nothing but air, and the ball is back in the hands of the Spartans as they're racing down court. Nice pass there from number 10, Jesse Brown, and I believe that was number 5, Kayla Gordon with the bucket.
1: Kayla Gordon's a steady hand for for Trinity Weston. She's in her fifth year, and she's played all but two, sorry, pardon me, started all but two games for Trinity in the past four years.
0: As that was Jessica Hansen pulling up from two and not able to convert. Ratslaff bringing it up court for the Spartans. Ball out to Brown. In now to Gordon. Gordon with a bit of a spin. Nice bank off the glass for the Spartans. We will take a timeout here for the Thunderbirds as 10-point differential was still just under three minutes left here in the first.
1: Yeah, UBC struggling out there a little bit on both ends, so Spartans have really come out ready to play tonight. So far this season, UBC 3-0 and on home court here, so Spartans are looking to end that streak.
0: And 5-1 and heading into last night, the Spartans dropped their second of the season, whereas the Thunderbirds pushed themselves past 500. Obviously, Thunderbirds hoping to improve that record, whereas the Spartans are trying to stick within the top four, I want to say it is, within the Canada West division. If they lost tonight, it would drop their ranking down a couple, couple, of, uh, couple of
1: ranks. For UBC, it's a, it's a chance to pull even in terms of record with the Spartans and, and also to to get that 2-0 sweep on the season. You know, down the road, you never know, that could come back to be beneficial come you know, the playoff hunt when we get to February.
0: Gordon, so far the leading scorer for the Spartans, 7 points. And the Thunderbirds have had a, a more distributed attack today. Penn putting up 3, but... Two other players right now at two between Schlick and Hansen. As Hansen, Jessica Hansen, gets the ball to take it up court. Now in the hands of Penn. Back to Schlick. Hansen, Schlick with an attempt at a... And LaGuerta shooting the three.
1: LaGuerta able to get Jesse Brown just to bite a little bit on that fake there. Gave her the room to take that step back and take that
0: shot. As Marshall was driving in hard there, and will draw a foul, so they will uh, get to throw the ball in here. Ball back out to Marshall. Marshall, got to be careful with her dribbling. Oh, just schooling LaGuerta on that one. Gets the ball out for a beautiful shot by Ratzlaff. And she picked apart LaGuerta on that crossover. Bit of sloppy ball handling so far for both these teams. We've seen some turnovers, but also just some, I think, lack of, conce- lack of concentration on both, on both teams. Unable to handle the ball cleanly at times. LaGuerta here dumping into LeGo. LeGo on a one foot jumper. The ball is turned over as we have the Spartans racing down court with a nice layup. That was Kayla Gordon.
1: Kayla Gordon was running faster with the ball than anybody else.
0: Seen a few fast break points here. Yeah, we've seen a few fast break points here for the Spartans and that's kind of been getting at the Thunderbird defense. Now Spartans are doubled what the Thunderbirds have put up on the day, 22 to 11 the current score. Bit of a strange shot attempt there, trying to go from under the glass. 10 seconds left on the shot clock as this is Julia Marshall holding ball, dumps it in and loses it, but somehow Ratzlaff comes up with it. Ratzlaff back in as the shot clock expired, but it hit the rim. And now 24-11 under a minute here left in the first quarter. Hanson and Thunderbirds trying to make something out of it, give them a bit of a momentum going into the second quarter. Spin from the baseline is Madison Penn gets it to drop in. Taking it up court for the Spartans is Julia Marshall. Julia Marshall, nice little ball handling move. Tries to dump it off, lost in the process and turned over to the Thunderbirds. Messy on both sides. Penn ends up with the ball as the game clock and the shot clock have no differential at this point and should be the final possession of the first quarter. Madison Penn. A little step to the side, fade, and gets it to fall in. 15-24. As we have two seconds here, we'll see what the Spartans do. Long shot, bangs off the glass, and a real powerhouse uh, first quarter for the Spartans here, coming out with a lot of vigor. Obviously, not impressed by what they did yesterday, and we're gonna see we're gonna see if what the Thunderbirds can do to combat this heavy offensive push.
1: Spartans already have more points in that first quarter than they did in the entire first half yesterday. So definitely, they've they found the solution to some of their shooting struggles from last night.
0: Yeah, they last night's game was a 69-58 uh, loss for the uh, for the Spartans rather, and once they fell behind early, they were never able to climb back. So. Thunderbirds here down nine points after the end of the first quarter. We'll see what they're able to do and if they're able to climb back or if they'll fall into a similar situation to the, to the Spartans as they did last night. The Spartans last night uh, were led by Tessa Ratzlaff, who put up 15 points with nine rebounds, and Kayla Gordon, who recorded seven points and ten rebounds, but only went two for nine shooting from the field. On the side of the Thunderbirds, Big night, as we mentioned, for Madison Penn with a huge 27 points, going 11 for 21 from the field. With that career high, we mentioned 17 rebounds. A nice performance by Keelan Filowich as well, getting her third double-double of the season and putting up 14 points. Scoring depth is one thing that is a bit concerning, as we had mentioned. And it's in games like these where Madison Penn and Filowich aren't on fire. It's, it's, it's troubling to see because there's not really another option that they can go to right now.
1: Yeah, the Thunderbirds are going to need somebody else to step up when those two are struggling, and, uh, and on the flip side, for the Spartans, and you know what their strategy is, if you can limit, limit Madison Penn and Keelan UBC UBC's scrambling a little bit on offense, so, um, yeah, we'll see what happens here.
0: And Jessica Hansen is someone who does contribute to the Thunderbirds team, but I think it's getting players such as Allie Norris and Marcy Schlick. A bit more involved within the scoring game for the Thunderbirds distributing the ball and passing it opening up different opportunities for how they can score because once you close out those two big options it's it's nearly impossible uh, for the Thunderbirds to climb back in
1: yeah I mean last Saturday we we saw Gabriel La LaGuerta come off with a career-high 12 points so and she's already been uh seeing a few minutes of action here tonight still on the floor now to start off the second quarter so Maybe she's someone who can who can get going for UBC.
0: Norris dumps it in to Philowicz, Philowicz heavily guarded, trying to put up a shot. Banks hard off the glass, rebound taken by the Spartans as Ratzlaff goes in, unable to get it to fall, but gets her own rebound and dumps it back out to Kayla Gordon. Trades it off for to Jesse Brown now in the hands of Buckingham. Buckingham loses it, one second left. Barely gets the shot off, much too weak via turnover for the Thunderbirds here.
1: The players may have got a little piece of that. Tough to tell from where we're standing here, up and, in the stands.
0: And it originally kind of letting what seemed to be an easy rat's laugh layup in, but doing a good job cleaning up their defense after what we saw was a bit of a messy first quarter. Schlick now dumping the ball off, we have, that was Ali Norris, I want to say, for the Thunderbirds as down the court, Ratzlaff is wide open. And that's, that's going to need to be a hustle play for the Thunderbirds, as you can't let Ratzlaff get down court and get easy uncontested buckets.
1: The transition defense certainly needs to improve. I've seen a couple breakaways already.
0: That's Dana Pierce now in the game for the Thunderbirds as Ali Norris released a bomb of a three that went much too far. Filovich was called for a push on that play, and the ball is turned over to the Spartans.
1: Possibly just a little bit of frustration there.
0: And double dribble called against the Spartans. UBC to take the ball back. Laguerta inbounding to Norris. On the court right now for the Thunderbirds, Ali Norris. We have D- Dana Pierce, Keelan Filowich, Marcy Schlick, and Gabrielle LaGuerta. As LaGuerta gets the ball from three releases, too far hits not even the rim nor the glass. And Spartans take the ball back. As a racing, Julia Marshall dumps the ball off to her teammates. And that was Kayla Gordon with another inside po- two points for the Spartans.
1: Gordon already with 11 points so far today.
0: Thunderbirds, that was Dana Pierce attempting another three, which they haven't found too much success in this game as the Spartans have played more of an inside game and they found success with a current 13-point lead up 28-15. As another layup, that one just misses. Now by Norris up court. Norris dumps into Filowicz, who does a good job keeping her hands on it. Marcy Schlick receives the pass and puts in the easy two points. Good job there, my wish to see an open Marcy Schlick.
1: Absolutely, she was getting crowded down in the paint. It's good to find that outlet pass.
0: Dump off from Marshall, back into her own hands. That's Buckingham. Buckingham looking for an open Cas- uh, Spartan. And the shot by the Spartans, much too short. Again, not close to the net but somehow staying in possession as the shot clock runs out. lacks Lackadaisical defense, I want to say, by the Thunderbirds, though. Not able to even really attempt to go get those air balls.
1: I mean, credit to the Spartans. We're really seeing them hustle after those loose balls, and, you know, they're getting, they're getting extra opportunities on the offensive side.
0: You want to um, talk about hustle? Julia Marshall is sprinting around the court today for the Spartans. It's been crazy. She'll, she'll just go past two or three Thunderbirds, uh, defenders and it's like they're not even on the same level. She's just racing right by him.
1: UBC perhaps just a step slow, but we'll see if they can pick up the energy.
0: Norris now in possession of the ball for the Thunderbirds. Philowich here. Little trade off to Penn, who goes into the paint with a hook shot. Nice off the glass. Very good hook there by by Madison Penn. As another Julia Marshall races around the court, disrupting a certain normal basketball flow that we see. Now the ball is dumped off to Kayla Gordon, who misses her shot. Allie Norris, long pass up to Luerta, who slows down the play here and sees a tall Marcy Schlick inside the paint at the baseline, falls down. And it looks like we will have a jump ball here.
1: Spartans aren't giving the Thunderbirds anything easy, especially not inside. Every time the ball comes into the paint for UVC, there's two, two or three Spartan defenders right on them.
0: Excuse me, not a jump ball, but rather in the possession of the Spartans now. Marshall dumping it off to Brown. Brown looking for an open Spartan. And here, here comes Marshall again dumping it off inside She's found success with those late dumps inside earlier in the game, but I think the Thunderbirds are starting to clue in
1: Yeah, good job by by Gabrielle LaGuardia Hustling there down to the down to the floor to pick up that ball keep her hands on it jump ball possession for UBC UBC shooting just 20% from the field so far tonight Assists are 7-0 seven, seven to zero in favor of the Spartans. who are just moving the ball very well tonight.
0: Loose ball there, recovered by the Thunderbirds. Philovich gets the ball with six left on the shot clock. Schlick dishes out to Penn, who jumps back and gets a beautiful two-point shot to fall right over the hands of the Spartans. And now that's Brown pushing in, dumps it out for a wide-open Buckingham and responds with a three. Every time it seems the Thunderbirds get a bit of a momentum push, the Spartans are able to answer as Penn puts up a quick two back at the other end of the court. Now it's Buckingham. Buckingham finding Weens. Ball to Barnes. Barnes out to Buckingham again for another wide open three attempt. And the oh, Thunderbirds cool. lacks a day school on D.
1: UBC is going to have to find a way to throw her off a little bit, close yeah. out those three-point attempts.
0: Yeah, Buckingham's hot right now, so they're going to have to find a way, like you said, to to really get Penn the ball, who's also hot for the Thunderbirds, and uh, maybe double team double team uh, Sarah Buckingham to stop the bleeding a bit. As Penn's three deep three attempt misses, Barnes gets the defensive rebound, and now ball is in to the paint. For the Spartans, Barnes dishes it out for that same three spot that we've seen from Buckingham a few times. She gets it to Weens, Weens to a wide open Jesse Brown, but it hits off of the rim. And the Thunderbirds recover the rebound. LaGuerta now driving in, something a bit uncharacteristic of her. And I believe she's called for a charging foul. It's a, bit, it's a bit uncharacteristic, as I mentioned, to see to driving, and usually they'll Jessica dump the ball off to some of the bigger players on the team, <laughs> such as Madison Penn or Philovich, but maybe the attempt at trying to get some more players involved in their game. Now on the court is Diana Pierce for the Thunderbirds, as well as Jessica Hansen. Now, Buckingham driving in, finding an open rat's laugh. Schlick got a hand up just enough to throw the shot off. Pierce in the ball now with the ball now for the Thunderbirds as Hanson sees a three opportunity off the rim, unfortunately. And Buckingham keeping the hot pace here going for the Spartans. Some fast break trade-offs between these two teams as the Thunderbirds race down again. Slowing the pace potentially is Penn and Norris here off for a two. Which also cannot find the bottom of the net. Spartans have possession of the ball here as a clean three is released by Kiana Weens. Weens is a second year student, originally from Regina, Sask- Saskatchewan. And, and sorry, Natalie, go ahead.
1: My bad there, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> I've already lost track of how many threes the Spartans have. Sunk tonight, and uh, that's that's going to be an issue for for the Thunderbirds, especially as right now they're trying to shoot themselves back into it. With, but then, none of their threes are falling. So I mean, just uh, someone's going to have to start hitting their shots for UBC, right. or, or very quickly the Spartans are going to pull away.
0: Right, and it's not it's not necessarily. I don't think that the Thunderbirds aren't hitting their shots. Penn has been doing a great job. 13 points here already, just in the first first uh, half but I think it's, it's being able to transition as the Spartans have been using I think they're, some of their speed and athleticism to their advantage so far on some fast break points that the Thunderbirds really haven't been able to defend well against. So maybe after those Penn plays being able to drop back, whether it be LaGuerta, whether it be Schlick, uh, and even Penn herself, getting back to, to put up some real real good defense against players such as Sarah Buckingham who's just dropping in threes on them. Wide open threes at that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the Spartans playing really well inside and outside at the moment. So, UBC's defense is going to have to step up.
0: And as we have three minutes left here in the first half, the Thunderbirds look to close down a 14-point gap. Norris. Some heavy pressure, and Barnes steals the ball away as she races up court. Matching her is Penn and i believe a travel is called so the bucket will be nullified bit of a lucky break there i want to say for the thunderbirds
1: very nearly could have been a three point play so yeah i would say definitely a lucky break
0: here's now with the ball yeah it looks like madison Penn got maybe got a little bit of a hand in there but call went in favor of the thunderbirds as Penn got weens to nicely dive in on her fake pass and Norris recovering the loose ball. Hansen here, inside the paint, dishes it to a Marcy Schlick, who uses her height to advantage and puts in the two point bucket for the Thunderbirds. Weens, taking up court, dumps it back to Ratzlaff. Ratzlaff going under Marcy Schlick with a nice layup. Ratzlaff and Penn both with some really challenging uh, inside points so far that they've been able to convert. Schlick now. Dumping it off to Pierce. Penn in possession against Barnes. She pushes away and is able to sink the two-point shot just beyond the circle, just inside the circle rather.
1: Penn with 15 of UBC's 27 points at the moment. Another great game for her.
0: Ratslap with the ball. Seeing what she can make of the play. Eight left on the shot clock. Now it's Brown in possession. Brown looks for Ratzlaff inside as she's blocked by Madison Penn. Nice turnover. Great job getting a hand up. She didn't even have to jump. Norris here with the ball. Outside for the Thunderbirds. Back to Norris. Penn has it from the top of the key. Thumbs out to Pierce. Wide for Hanson with five left on the shot clock. They're going to have to do something here quick. Hanson looking for an opportunity. She's all wrapped up. And Losing track of time are the Thunderbirds, the Spartan bench, giving a round of applause for the good defense that they have put, been able to maintain so far in this game, holding the Thunderbirds to just a collective 27 points so far.
1: UBC couldn't really find their flow on that last offensive possession.
0: Weens was inside, but d- chose not to take a and tried to jump it off to Ratzlaff. Errant pass will have the ball back in the hands of the Thunderbirds here. We now have number nine coming on Julia Marshall for the Spartans as Keanu Weens will take a seat on the bench. Ball to Norris from the wing. Just 40 seconds left here in the first half. Madison Penn now in possession, out to Norris. Norris from the elbow and bounces around. And drops in for Allie Norris.
1: With a good stop here defensively, UBC could have a chance to pull within single digits.
0: Losing possession are the Spartans as Barnes, Buckingham and Marshall try to make a play happen. And I believe it will be a Thunderbird ball here. Jesse
1: Brown tried to save the ball there, and uh, I think she may have stepped out of bounds on the way.
0: Yeah. Was it Jesse Brown or was it Ashley Barnes? I couldn't. I couldn't see exactly.
1: I believe it was Jesse Barnes, number ten.
0: And Penn fouled on the play. Will go to the line to shoot two. Buckingham called on that one, as the Thunderbirds hope to keep it to a single digit deficit. If Penn can make one or both of her shots here, we'll keep them under the 10 point deficit going into halfway time. Of course, that is if the Spartans don't take a charge down court and make a basket of their own. Penn converting, and Penn putting up great numbers statistically again. I think the Thunderbirds do need to branch out, though. Because Penn can have as great of a night as she wants as she converts her second free throw there, but I think Penn knows deep down as she's a team leader that she has to get the other players involved if they want to win, which is the real goal here tonight. Marshall taking off court with just two seconds left. Throws up up a uh, bit of a Hail Mary layup, and it will miss the basket entirely, and we will head to halftime, 39-31 here, in favor of the Trinity Western Spartans. Trinity, uh, Trinity Western able able to come out with a early lead here and maintain a composure, uh, I think a lot through their defense that they've shown so far.
1: They've certainly made it difficult for UBC. Um, just UBC just not able to get any easy shots here. Um, and certainly the Spartans have made UBC pay with, with their three-point shooting so far
0: and for the spartans we have a a nice distributed attack between three big players and the likes of sarah buckingham who had three three three-pointers in the first half Uh, kayla gordon who's been a good inside inside uh player for them so far and we've also seen some action for jesse brown who has six points on the night and of course the leader on their team tessa ratzlaff who's put up 10. and ratzlaff able to be a bit of a playmaker makes some Rather uh, impressive shots, really. And then, of course, on the side of the Thunderbirds, Madison Penn putting up 17. Outside of that, Marcy Schlick is the only person above five with six points here in the first half. We'll see what the Thunderbirds can do in the second half as they try to talk it out in the locker room. This has been Jacob Air and Natalie Scan. We'll come back to you guys in roughly 10 minutes on both CITR and Canada West. Thank you.
2: This is CITR
3: 101.9 FM, you've been listening to live Thunderbirds basketball here at UBC's Point Grey campus on the unceded, traditional territory of the Musqueam people. Apologies for the technical difficulties we've been having so far this evening. Our techs over at War Memorial Gym are trying to sort that out currently. (laughs)
4: Baby you don't want for me Baby you don't want me Baby you don't want for me
5: Anybody to stand the you not like anybody, una hueco, I want somebody, not like anybody stand You want the somebody, not like anybody, I'll in the When I'm my boo. I won't play you
3: and we will be bringing you back to war memorial gym in around five minutes or so we'll let you know before we're going back there um for now this uh this playlist is actually curated by um the color commentator for or rather the play-by-play commentator for tonight's games. Um, and after the Thunderbirds women's basketball game, we will have the Thunderbirds men's team playing as well. We will have that for you live on CITR. If you have a subscription to Canada West TV, it will be live there as well. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll get you back to War Memorial Gym in time for the second half. This has been Eric Thompson for Jacob Air on CITR 101.9 FM. <laughs>
4: you why you get you better believe
2: it. <laughs>
6: You can't just
3: Vertico by Harrison feature, featuring Ali before that you heard Yampala by Shava and DJ Mafarisa next up for you we have Pancake Feet by Tennyson and we will be getting you back to Memorial Gym and Thunderbirds Basketball very shortly This is CITR 101.9 FM, and this track High is Goshini by High Classified. <laughs>
0: Spartans in the second of two games this weekend. The first game ended up going into the favor of the Thunderbirds, but a different story here today as the Spartans took an early lead and haven't looked back. Now leading 39-31 as the Thunderbirds and Madison Penn trying to fall their way back. Natalie, you wanna take a look around the league to update us on some other scores?
1: Yeah, so so far tonight in Canada West women's basketball action, we have Road victory at Mount Royal 79 53. We had another road victory from the Calgary Dinos who were playing against the Brandon Bobcats 78 59. Uh, Currently, in the second half, um, or sorry, second quarter, the Saskatchewan Huskies are beating the Victoria Bikes in Victoria. So, lots of road teams doing really well. That's 45 26. Uh, in the start of the third here, Lethbridge leads Thompson Rivers 34-30, start of the third for Regina f- up 46-35 in UNBC, and we have uh, Winnipeg at Fraser Valley 32 to-
3: Apologize, uh, apologies, rather, for these uh, technical difficulties that we're experiencing, folks. Uh, we'll, we'll get you back to War Memorial Gym as soon as we can. Thank you for your patience, and enjoy Thunderbird Basketball on 101.9 FM CITR.
1: Here going in the sec- into the second half.
0: Spartans doing a good job analyzing what went wrong last night for them and effectively have taken Keelan Filowicz in her inside game out by crowding with heavy defense in, inside the paint. Uh, on, on their side we've seen a great game from Tara Ratzlaff putting up 10 points and 8 rebounds nearing a double-double and Sarah Buckingham putting up three threes so far. But I'd like to make note of Julia Marshall, who's kind of been the silent catalyst in the game. She's been running around court and opening up a lot of opportunities. Although she may not be showing up statistically with too high of numbers, she's been allowing the Spartans to get chances and get assists with her high intensity uh, play that she's been showing throughout the entire first half. And as the Thunderbirds have really had a hard time dropping back and defending on.
1: She's certainly bringing the energy right now for the Spartans
0: as we begin the second half of play here, and the ball is in the hands of the Spartans. And a layup off the glass. That was Kayla Gordon. She also had a nice first half. Gordon putting up a total, going five for six from the field with 11 points and the team leader, now up to 13 on the night. Jessica Hansen dumping it into Keelan Filowicz, who's been all but absent so far, getting an assist there to Madison Penn, able to get the nice reverse layup off the glass.
1: Nifty move there by Maddie Penn.
0: Ball is dumped out to Buckingham. Buckingham pulling up and getting her own rebound on that play. Ball out to Brown, who trades it off to Marshall. Now Ratzlaff, Ratzlaff unable to convert, but another offensive rebound here for the Spartans. Dancing around is Kayla Gordon gets the ball back out to Buckingham as we have three left on the shot clock and past Maddie Penn gets a layup to fall in. And second chance opportunities, second, third chance even opportunities for the Spartans have really allowed them to get some extra points as a little ring around the Rosie there falls in for the Thunderbirds. That was Keelan Filowicz getting her first two.
3: Again, apologies for the issues that we have been having with our remote broadcasting equipment. Uh, looks like we're back online now, so we will take you back to War Memorial Gym.
0: And Penn hitting the second one. Now taking the ball up court. That was Julia Marshall who dumps it off, and now it's back. Now it's in the hands of Ratslav shot went off the rim. Ali Norris driving in here hard, trying to open up an opportunity. Now it's Lego. Dumps off to Hanson, thought about the three, laughs, laughs about it to herself, herself and asks for the screen. Gets the ball off to Filowicz. Filowicz trying to make something happen inside, and with a bit of help from the rim, gets it to Falling, attempts a three point play.
1: Must have been something they talked
0: about in the locker room, obviously, as well, seeing the stat line. Mm -hmm. Her absence on the court. Doing a good job here. If she can convert, this will be five points early on in the second half for her. Indeed. Gets it to fall. Now taking up the court are the Spartans. Ball in the hand of Ratzlav. Now a little spin move there. That was by Kayla Gordon, bouncing in and out of the rim. Thunderbirds bringing this, what was once a 13-point lead, down to just four. Another foul here called against the Cascades. <laughs> Kayla Gordon being called on that. And we saw a bit of foul trouble early on for the Spartans, able to clean it up in the second quarter, not wanting to fall back into old habits here in the third as Filowich really getting involved. This has been the main uh, topic of discussion in the locker room, Natalie.
1: I think so. We'll see what happens here now with Kayla Gordon having to sit on the bench with her third foul.
0: Buckingham with the ball, dumps it in. That's Ratzlaff. Ratzlaff, almost a Euro step there. Misses the layup nevertheless. Hansen coming back up court for Filowich. And I think they're trying to do a bit of the fast break opportunity that we saw the Spartans pull on them as this game is tied up.
1: UBC really feeding Pofilowicz good inside passes right now. Getting her those opportunities before she gets crowded. And it's paying dividends. I mean, nine points already in, in just a couple minutes of action here. A bit of
0: copycat on the side of the Thunderbirds using the tactic that was used against them in the first half by the Spartans of the fast break. And in that, op- in that tactic, they're able to get Keelan Filovich more involved, which is great, because then it opens up a line of attack that they didn't have before. Although although Maddie Penn has put up big numbers, without which's presence they can just simply guard Penn and limit limit the opportunities for shots for the Thunderbirds. Now opening up to at least two players, hoping to of course get Hansen and Norris and uh, uh, Norris and Hansen a bit more accurate with the shots from the field, they can really provide a a, uh, holistic attack from all angles.
1: Well, in in the past, I mean, last time we saw the Thunderbirds here at War Memorial, we saw that Maddie Penn, when she was getting double teamed, she had great chemistry with Keelan Filowicz, and Filowicz was often the recipient of those outlet passes from Penn, so um, yeah, they're certainly finding ways to get her involved here now. See a few smiles on the faces of Thunderbirds, they're showing some resiliency here.
0: Spartans trying to put up some points here in the second half, been very limited so far. Ball in the hands, that's Ashley Barnes, and now called for a travel are the Spartans. Spartans starting to lose a bit of their original momentum that they carried out through the first two quarters. UBC trying to capitalize here and take their first lead of the night.
1: That may have been one of the few highlights for UBC in the first half as they were able to make the Spartans pay for those turnovers. They had 13 points off turnovers.
0: Jess Hansen dishes out to Lego. Back to Penn. And that is a steal on the side of Kayla Gordon going past Maddie Penn with blazing speed, unable to catch up to her. Smaller body and quicker. So fast, even with the ball in her hands. As Hansen attempted a three, somehow ending up back in her hands at the top of the court. A dish off to Lego goes wild. And now it's Ratzlaff taking it down court. Getting another travel call here against the Spartans. Lapse of concentration here on their side. and Things are starting to spiral out of control. Thunderbirds, two-point lead, first lead of the night for them. Penn gets the ball to Filowicz, barely, as now Lego gets the ball dished into her. And Spartans falling to the floor as, I believe that was Lego, indeed it was, crashing with Jesse Brown, trying to both get possession of the ball there. That foul was, however, called on Keelan Filowicz, as she was also involved in the play. And she will be coming off the court now for Marcy Schlick. Good job so far from Filowich, getting herself involved in this game. Putting up nine points in the second half. And going, doing exactly what we were mentioning during uh, halftime. That was Buckingham dishing it off. That's Gordon out wide for Weens. Wienz saw a three. It was unable to find the bottom of the net, however. And the ball went off of the Spartans and Thunderbirds will get it back. Some pressure applied here by the Spartans, trying to somehow make Thunderbirds fall off their role that they're currently in.
1: UBC on a 12 to four run to start off the third quarter here.
0: Lego dishes out to Hanson. She can shoot the three, often not to. Now inside from the elbow. Danced around the inside of the rim but fell in. Find themselves tied here 45 to 45 again. Cascades trying to make something happen. Queens dishes it out. That's Buckingham now. To Ratzlaff who was guarded by Hansen and shot well short. Ratzlaff a bit rattled here.
1: Yeah you can see UBC has really stepped up their d- defensive intensity right now.
0: And. Coach saw it as well. She's coming off the court. And that is head coach Cheryl Jean-Paul talking to her right now, trying to figure out what she needs to do to get her star player back and uh, leading this offense for the Spartans. Schlick dishes out to Hansen. Hansen's been effective from that side so far. That time, dancing off the rim, rebound was taken by the Spartans as this time stolen by Maddie Penn all wide open down court easy layup.
1: Great anticipation there by Maddie Penn. cutting off that
0: pass. Ween at the top of the court as the Thunderbirds have a two-point lead over the Spartans here. Spartans starting to figure out how to close off this pressure that was applied early by the Thunderbird offense as we saw a non-call on a nice block may have had a little hand by Marcy Schlick, but it will be a Spartans ball on the throw, and as I believe it kicked off of Schlick's foot. LaGuerta now on the court for the Thunderbirds, as well as Gulovic coming in now for the Spartans. And we will have a three-point attempt here as Kayla Gordon did a nice job getting the layup even with the foul being called. This game ending up being a tighter one than it may have originally seemed after the first quarter as both teams are trading lead changes here in the third quarter. Now, just under four minutes, still lots of time to play in this game can go many ways as Schlick takes the ball from the top of the circle. Penn inside, triple guarded by the Spartans, and Hansen releases a bomb. That one fell a little short, and we go out of bounds for a Spartans ball. Inbounded to Ween, taking it up court. Gordon having quite a night for the Spartans, now up to 18 points. That was Gulovic passing it to Barnes. Barnes, long, Pass it out to Buckingham, who hits another three. 14 points on the night for Buckingham now. Buckingham's fourth three of the night, Natalie.
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: Hansen, playmaker opportunity. Can't finish, though, inside the paint. And Ween racing down the court for the Spartans, sees the pass to Buckingham, and a collision as Hansen and Barnes both went for the ball. Thunderbirds end up with it. Pen dishes it out to LaGuerta. Back to Pen. LaGuerta in possession, and now to Lego. They have just six seconds left on the shot clock. Maddie Pen trying to make something happen. Some tight defense here by the Spartans. Gets her shot off, but it's well wide. We're seeing almost a changed role where the Spartans have now started to put so much pressure on Pen rather than Filowicz.
1: I mean, she's got 22 points. you got to put some pressure on her, right?
0: It's true enough. Can't have the star of the show putting up 40 points on you. Pass off to Barnes for the Spartans. Inside, Gordon getting double guarded there. Now it's a Barnes. Thought about it. This time releases. Shot bounces out passing out to Ali Norris. Norris not having too much of an offensive presence as Marcy Schlick <laughs> holds onto the ball, even though there was a lot of smart hands and gets a nice little layup. Add a couple more points to her. It's eight on the night now. Gordon dishes out to Barnes. Barnes passes into Gulovic. And that one will fall short as the passes to Allianz again. Norris this time trying to have a bit of a different look at it. Driving in, LaGuerta finds an open opportunity. Can't convert. This is Weems taking it up for the Spartans now. The dish off. This is Golovic. A bit of... Seems like a the energy has gone down just a bit as all of those fast break opportunities might start taking effect on both these teams.
1: couple players looking a little bit gas at the moment.
0: It's, it's in the offensive zone where we, we've seen a bit, a bit more thought and I think slowing of the play happening, whether that be just tiredness or a different strategy that these two teams are taking. No doubt that the, all those fast breaks are taking a physical toll on both teams. High game again here, 51-51.
1: It's going to be an exciting fourth quarter.
0: Losing the ball is Buckingham, and Schlick, fighting against Barnes, tries to get the pass off to Norris. Lack of communication as Norris headed up court as Schlick tried to pass it back to her. And lots of substitutions here as Pierce comes on for the Thunderbirds, as well as the leader of the Spartans, Tessa Ratzlaff, coming back in. We also have number nine, Julia Marshall, back on for the Spartans. Marshall here taking the ball. Not too tightly guarded. Finds Brown. Brown now on as well. Back to Marshall. Marshall's thinking about it. Releases the three. Can't put the nail in the coffin, but a nice block there by Marcy Schlick getting all up in the face of Ashley Barnes.
1: I'm not sure she even left her feet.
0: Height is a helpful advantage to have in basketball.
1: It certainly helps to be 6'4. Marcy Schlick, the tallest player on either team.
0: Happening right back to her though, was that Barnes or was that Brown on the play who got a hand on Marcy Schlick's attempted shot there?
1: I didn't see that one. I missed it, sorry.
0: Finger was on it, and just three two seconds left here now. The go releases. Well, short, wow, Thunderbirds really coming back here. After the second half, they've changed their game plan. Got Keelan Filowich well involved with nine points now. Penn, not as quite as much of a factor for the Thunderbirds, but a distributed attack, I think, is helping them get back in this game, which is exactly what we were talking about, Natalie.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we've got a tie ball game. <laughs>
0: yep, and we saw some fast break opportunities this quarter for the Thunderbirds, which in the first two quarters, weren't really that much of a, didn't have that much presence on the court. It was actually the Spartans who were doing that. So Thunderbirds trying some of the tactics that were used against them. Uh, And it's paid off. 51-51, it's gonna be a real nail biter here, it looks. As the Thunderbirds just try and edge out the Spartans.
1: I think UBC has really stepped up their defensive intensity. I mean, they only let up 12 points in that quarter. So, you know, after letting up 39 in the first half, they certainly you know, picked it up on that end of the floor and that's translating into a few more easy looks uh, on the offensive side. So, we'll see how the Spartans respond.
0: All tied up at 51 here. As UBC and the Trinity West Spartans are both shooting right around 37.5% from the field. UBC really struggling from three so far, just one of 10. Whereas the Spartans are shooting a great 42.9 from three. Free throws, definitely seen a lot more on the UBC side as Madison Penn has gone to the line a lot. And points off of turnovers in the, in the, on the side of the Thunderbirds, able to get 15. So stats kind of back and forth on both sides, teams dominating in different areas. It'll be curious to see what coaches have, what coaches tactics are applied here in the fourth quarter. and taking a look at some of the numbers after that third quarter, now we have Kayla Gordon of the Trinity West Spartans, eight from 12 from the field, with a total of 18 points and is the team leader. And for the Thunderbirds, of course, Maddie Penn, who's had just a huge night, eight from 14 from the field with 22 total points.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Sarah Buckingham as well, she's three for five now from three point range, up to 14 points there too so a real three-pronged attack from, from the spartans with gordon ratzlaff and buckingham
0: Philovich now four if they want the win tonight thunderbirds currently four and three on the season as they edged the spartans last night the spartans dropping just their second conference loss at five and two both teams in contention for playoffs as the season's still early, and the Thunderbirds running out of time. Some of that high pressure that Spartans showed early, a bit of a different tactic here coming into the fourth. Inbound now to Sarah Buckingham, and that is Julia Marshall taking up the ball for the Spartans. Again, 51-51 to here in the fourth tuning in at CITR or Canada West. It's been an incredible game and I'd like to thank all of you for listening in here tonight. The ball was turned over as now a dump off pass is dropped to Jesse Brown at the wing. Brown working her way around, dropping out to Buckingham. Buckingham spinning, getting the ball off to Gordon. Gordon maneuvering inside, doing a good job against bigger defense balls to fall in.
1: that right to Penn and I think Gordon gives up a couple inches there.
0: Norris here, finding an open Jessica Hansen. Hansen working her way into the paint works around Gordon and a loose ball ends up in the hands of Keelan Filowich and the Thunderbirds have it again as Filowich gets the ball back inside heavily contested and a big shoulder there from Maddie Penn right into the leader of the Trinity Western Spartans team. That was Tessa Ratzlaff, trying to shake it up a bit It's Maddie Penn.
1: This game could get a little bit more physical now with it being such a close score and heading into the final eight minutes of the ball game.
0: And I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to mess with Maddie Penn. (laughs) 6-1, force to be reckoned with. Both those players though big. As Ratzlaff comes down the other side, gives a bit of a shoulder to Filowicz. Ratslap ends up with her own rebound, and now it's Buckingham with the ball. Now Gordon with the ball, pulls up from a close two. That was near the baseline, but he couldn't pull in. Allie Norris now working her way inside. Ratslap as well, big presence on the court, standing at six foot. So both her and Penn, leaders on their respective teams, both physically and of course, statistically. And there she is, Ratzlaff, putting in another nice two-point layup.
1: She moves so well without the ball. Great cut there.
0: 55-51 to in favor of the Trinity Western Spartans so far. This is Dana Pierce dishing the ball out to Allie Norris. Norris from the elbow with a clean shot there, bringing the Thunderbirds within two points. I believe that was Norris's just second bucket of the night. Now shooting, that was Julia Marshall, her three goes long, and the Thunderbirds get back possession. Ali Norris got the long pass in, and tries to dish it out, but is called for a travel, as she tried to keep the ball in bounds, but good pressure defensively there by the Trinity Western Spartans. Substitution here for the Thunderbirds, as as Marcy Schlick comes into the game, and for the Spartans, they have Lucy Golovic coming in. Golovic wearing number eight, and Schlick wearing three for the Birds. Golovic now with the ball. Cutting inside, seeing an opportunity, banks it in. Don't know if she was going for that, but it went in either way.
1: Is getting a little bit of offensive production from turning to their bench here.
0: Allie Norris finding open Marcy Schlick in the paint, turning around, cradling the ball a bit, and is draws the foul for a three-point play opportunity.
1: Schlick is two for two from the line tonight.
0: Schlick's done a good job with her inside presence so far this game, maybe stepping up for where we've seen Uh, Hanson, not quite as productive so far, only putting up four points on the night. And she will get one more shot, as I believe there was foul called on illegal motion during the shot. Missing her first one but getting a bit of a second life, that one won't fall in either. Taking it back up court now for the Spartans as she's heavily guarded, and that was over and back. Good pressure by the Thunderbirds against Julia Marshall, causing a turnover, as they are fighting well to keep themselves in this game, just down two points, 55 to 57 here in the fourth.
1: Julia Marshall looked a little bit frustrated with herself after that one.
0: Is in here to Marcy Schlick. Now Keelan Fillowich inside loses the ball of it and it will be turned over. Not quite sure if that was a traveling call.
1: 57 55 here with six minutes left in favor of the Spartans.
0: Now with the ball is Sarah Buckingham. Gordon and now inside to Ratzlaff, dancing and jumping off the rim but falling in, They're themselves a four point lead here. And now a turnover for the Spartans, although the Thunderbirds are applying some pressure and that was an open Buckingham opportunity, she t- chose not to take it however. Brown now dishing out all the way out to Gordon, She's had a big night, Ween this time choosing to shoot from three can't fall in, but it will remain a Spartan's ball here.
1: It looked like two Thunderbirds both went for that same rebound and uh, bumped bodies a little bit. Ball went out of bounds on one of them.
0: And that was a three in the key call earlier, not the travel that I mentioned. Inside pass to Filowicz. Vilovich fighting, keeps the ball alive. Norris had an open three opportunity. Now ball back out to Hansen. Hansen now shooting to inside two. Doesn't fall as it bounces off. And it's two on two here as Keen loses the ball. But Ratzlaff sticks with it and is fouled on the play and will head to the line. Spartans bringing the pressure back into this game as they're leading 59-55. to and really been trying to bring back that fast break that they had early on. Now coming in for the Spartans is number nine, Julia Marshall. Ratzlaff converts on the first of her two shots. Five-point differential now, Spartans trying to pull away mimicking the lead that they had early on in the first quarter. Thunderbirds, of course, trying to prevent that from happening as Norris takes it up court. They're going to have to keep Filowich involved here, Natalie, if they want to win this game, in my opinion.
1: I agree. I mean, on that last offensive possession for UBC, she had the ball deep in the paint, but just getting swarmed by Ratzlaff and and, uh, Kayla Gordon.
0: That time, Norris was trying to make a play happen. The ball went out of bounds, but it will... It was off of the Spartans. We'll remain in the hands of the Thunderbirds here. Norris. Out to Hanson. Hanson sees an inside route to the basket and is fouled on the play. We'll head to the line for two. That foul was called on Julia Marshall. So we've seen some fouls here in the fourth quarter as both teams trying to Use their physical presence to give them the upper edge. Missing the first of two free throws is Jessica Hansen. And now Hansen can't get the second one either, as we saw a push there by Kayla Gordon, sending Keelan Filowicz to the ground. This team's trading some. Sneaky blows here when plays are about to be called dead. Nothing too crazy so far. Just trying to get that physical upper edge that I mentioned, as Jesse Brown dishes the ball off to Ratzlaff, who tried a right-hand layup from the left side of the hoop. Hit off the bottom of the glass, and now the ball is at the other side of the court with Keelan Filowicz all tangled up in the Spartans' defense. Ball in now to Marcy Schlick in the paint. Back out to Filowicz. Filovich trying to find somebody six left on the shot clock now it's Marcy Schlick trying to put up a bank shot but high well too far behind the glass indeed and the ball is turned over to the Spartans now
1: Spartans slowly building up their lead a little bit again here it's 61 55 with under four minutes remaining
0: Ball to Brown, she's at the wing, back to Raslav. Raslav turning from inside the paint and uncontested she shot that wide open two which fell through and eight point lead here now for the Spartans up 63 to 55, we've got three minutes left and the Thunderbirds are going to have to do something quick, they want to give themselves an opportunity to win this game. Penn. I believe there was a call on the play. A bit of a premature call maybe.
1: That's gonna be Kayla Gordon's fourth personal foul here, so she's coming off. And
0: timeout was taken. Bit of a premature call it seemed there as pass was dished off to uh, another Thunderbird, but that point, the points won't count on the board as they're nullified from the, from the uh, quick triggered Foul call. As the Thunderbirds take a timeout here, Natalie, what are they going to have to do to close out this eight-point deficit? They're playing with just under, or just around three minutes, rather, left on the game clock, and the Spartans have been doing a good job applying defensive pressure to Filovich or Penn. How are they going to get themselves back in if one of their two players, one of their two star players, aren't involved?
1: I mean, it starts at the defensive end. Uh Know, they've only had they've only scored four points so far this quarter, so they're just going to need to find, the w- find a way to, to sink their shots, be smart with the ball. No easy, nothing easy for uh, for the Spartans on, on the offensive side either. So,
0: and Ka- although Kayla Gordon now is in a bit of foul trouble, having a great night, up to 20 points here on the night, and really being a leader alongside Tessa Ratzlaff for the Spartans. And on the side of the Thunderbirds, 22 points for, te- for half, putting up 11. Ball is to be inbound and we have 309 left on the game clock with 14 left on the shot clock. The Thunderbirds are in possession as Jessica Hansen looks to inbound. Gets the ball to Filovich, who tries a quick move inside and is heavily guarded and a bit too much traffic for Filovich trying those inside opportunities now the Spartans have the ball as the dump off from Julia Marshall goes back and the shot is wide rebound by the Thunderbirds Jessica Hansen taking it back up 245 left on the game clock Madison Penn with a long spin around the rim gets it to fall on a a, uh, layup that was 50-50 but went the Thunderbirds way this is Julia Marshall for the Spartans. Gets an open lane and can't can't get the layup to fall in, but the tip ended up in the hands of Allie Norris. Slowing down the play, she passes it long out to Jessica Hansen on the near side. Hansen moving around in the paint, gets that layup to fall in as she simply walked around.
1: Hansen struggled a little bit from the field tonight, but she's hitting a timely bucket there. Two minutes left. Thunderbird's down four.
0: Julia Marshall here with the ball looking to get a play started as Ratzlaff is now in possession. This home crowd getting loud. Down 59-63. to 63, They need four more points to tie it up. There's a minute 50 as the layup attempt there from Kayla Gordon went well wide off the glass. Inside pass, though, as Kayla Gordon races back down court, is swatted wide. And it was, a, it was intended for Keelan Filowicz on that play. Good hustle though out of Kayla Gordon. 141 left on the game clock. Thunderbirds down 59 to 63 here. Jess Hansen passes out to Maddie Penn, who sees an open three. It doesn't fall, however, and the rebound is held by Ratslap of the Spartans. They're gonna look to eat up some of the game clock as they're passing it around outside the three, now getting it into Gordon. Gordon looking for a wide open Buckingham. She's been good from three. That one doesn't fall in, but Ratzlaff gets the offensive rebound. Thunderbirds wrapping it back up. There's a minute and six left on the clock. Foul called here as we have Jessica Hansen down on the ground.
1: A little bit slow to get up there. Timeout. Timeout
0: here taken by the Thunderbirds, they've got four points to catch up and only a minute nine left on the clock. It's going to be require some good coach, coaching strategies here by Deb Hubbend and and a good distributed passing method if they really want to get past this Trinity Weston Spartans defense who's been very strong inside the paint defensively all night.
1: Yeah, UBC with an opportunity here for a set play coming out of the timeout. They're looking for a really good clean look, get a good shot off high percentage, high percentage opportunity, and then you just you've got to get a stop at the other end.
0: Right, exactly. And you got to think if they if they don't make this here, they're probably going to attempt to foul the Spartans in order to get the ball back. So a lot riding on this next play here for the Thunderbirds. Needing, needing these buckets here if they want to pull to even tie this game. It'll be interesting to see if they go to the heavily played Maddie Penn or if they'll go to Keelan Filowicz or another smaller play re- player that maybe the Spartans haven't been as as uh, used to seeing score tonight. We'll see what Deb Hubbin uh, creates here for the Thunderbirds as the timeout is over and a minute six is left on the game clock. Maddie Penn set to inbound from the far side of the court.
1: UBC looking to make it a one-possession game.
0: And the ball is ready to be inbounded. She finds Allie Norris, who's at the top of the circle. Looking to make a play happen. Maddie Penn is out wide. She chooses to go to her near side, which is Jess Hansen. Hansen going inside is fouled and gets the bucket to fall.
1: Oh, the UB be- UBC bench is fired up about that one. And
0: so is this crowd. They're standing on their feet. Jess Hansen doing a great job inside. A look that we ha- don't always get to see from her.
1: Just like J- Coach Hubb and drew, b- drew it up there.
0: And that was on Kayla Gordon again. That's her fifth personal foul this game. She's got to be careful here. Of course, there is only one more minute left on the clock, but in case this one goes to extras, and they are indeed subbing around as that brings... Ashley Barnes into the game now for the Spartans. Here comes the shot for the Thunderbirds. This would bring them within one point with under a minute here to go. Doesn't fall, but the rebound is by Marcy Schlick. And is that not exactly what you want if you're a Thunderbird fan? This crowd's ecstatic. Allie Norris now with the ball. Looking to make a play happen. They've got to keep their cool. They got a second left. The shot was off in time. Barely by Maddie Penn and now racing, taking their time rather down the other side of the court are the Trinity West Spartans as the difference between game clock and shot clock is roughly 14 seconds here so UBC will get another opportunity to tie this up. It's going to ride on this stop. Now at the top of the court is Buckingham. It's tipped away by Maddie Penn and Buckingham loses control and possession of the ball throws it up but well short and frankly out of time. This is exciting basketball, Natalie. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, is it ever. 14.8 seconds left on the clock. BBC is down by two points. They have the possession of the ball here. Um, you know, on that last possession, the Spartans are without their current leading scorer. Kay- Kayla Gordon is in foul trouble, so um, you have to have to think she'll be sitting
4: sitting here as well. And. Uh,
1: not wanting to pick up another foul to send out of the game so sure right. they're looking for another opportunity to
0: score. Right it's unfortunate for the Spartans that Gordon can't we'll see if they opt to put her in but unlikely at this point. The Thunderbirds opted for Jess Hansen on that play interesting but went inside for the layup and got it to fall in. Very very good job by Jess Hansen it was a solo play for her no assist on it and we'll see what they, if they offer similar play here or if they look to go to something else obviously Hubbins of the Thunderbirds their head coach looking to make some some magic happen here late you got just 14 seconds left on this game clock Natalie and Thunderbirds down two looking to get back to tie this game potentially win ball is in their hands and this game is in their hands as well
1: Interesting to see here. Will Deb and go back to what is effectively her senior leader in Jess Hansen? Hansen is in only in her third year here, but she's the longest current serving Thunderbird on this team, so a little bit of senior leadership.
0: Hansen setting up, giving an eye to Penn early. It looks like she's gonna run around, indeed does, gets the ball. Hansen here, out wide, gets it to Penn. Penn trying to maneuver around and is fouled on the play will go to the line.
1: A lot riding on these two three throws.
0: You think you're nervous if you're Maddie Penn here?
1: <laughs> she looks pretty calm and collected, but I'd be nervous.
0: Maddie Penn, of course, being this team leader, probably a lot calmer than I am, and we are at least. Gets the first of the two free throws to go. It's a one point differential with just 8.8 left on the clock. The Spartans maintaining that slim 63-62 lead here. Maddie Penn. Gets both shots to fall, and it is tied up here, folks. Mm-hmm. Eight and a half, eight point eight 8.8 seconds left. It's at 63. Spartans will get the ball back.
1: What a luxury it is to have a player like Maddie Penn on your team, just so calm and collected there in a high-pressure situation. I mean, she's played for the Australian national team in the past at the FIBA World Championships, so certainly she's she's got some experience under her belt, and... Uh, it's all gonna come down now to this defensive possession.
0: What? Yeah, you mentioned she played for the Australian national team originally from Avoca Beach, Australia. Maddie Penn, really a, a lead figure here on the court for the Thunderbirds, putting up 26 points here tonight and has done a nice job somehow getting the Thunderbird team back in this game. Jess Hansen of course, scoring that earlier bucket that allowed for that opportunity as the men's team is now filing in and looking at just what a crazy <laughs> score this game this game is. They're, of course, amped up to start their game, which should begin at 7. Save save the opportunity that we go into some extra free basketball, but that'll be another good game. Last night, they did, they had, to say the least, a strong win against the Spartans. 53-point <laughs> score differential at the end of this game, uh, at the end of that game. This game, however, 8.8 seconds inbounded here now to Brown. Brown dumps it off to Buckingham, who's fouled.
1: I think that may have been intentional on Jess Hansen's part.
0: Indeed, it looked a bit intentional. Slow down that play, give him only six seconds to regroup here.
1: UBC had a foul to give.
0: Yep. Smart play, actually, by Jess Hansen, realizing that. Deb Hubbin probably talking to her team about that during the timeout. Schlick putting a lot of pressure here on Buckingham to inbound it. Gets it off to Brown. Brown from the wing. Fouled again. And... Three and a half seconds left for the Spartans. UBC really using their fouls to their advantage here at the end. They aren't in the bonus yet. Or they are now, actually. They are in the bonus. They have no more fouls to give. As a deep bomb is oh! let off, and it goes in and out for the Spartans. That was number 10, Jesse Brown. Oh my god, that was almost a terrible ending for the Thunderbirds in an incredible win. For the Spartans but we are gonna have some extra basketball and for those tuning in to CITR when I say it was in and out I literally mean three quarters of that basketball was beyond the rim it was inside the net somehow she got some curve on it and it lipped on out
1: that that might have been fate there folks headed to overtime, that ball looked like it was in what a shot
0: and everyone on this stadium hearts in their throats and everyone's blood is pumping here but we will see some free basketball. Both men's teams now also watching were rather excited by that final play. That was a good shot attempt there. I believe it was Jesse Brown who let that one go. Thunderbirds, she was deep. She was, I would say, four feet back from the three-point line, rather straight on, but almost got that one to go in. A near, A near terrible and heartbreaking finish for the Thunderbirds. The Spartans, however, they thought, I think they thought they had this win in the bag. They clawed away, I think it was seven point differential in the fourth quarter at one point, and somehow Thunderbirds using their fouls, using all aspects of their game, which we talked about that they needed to do, find themselves tied up 63-63 against this great Trinity Western Spartans team, Natalie.
1: UBC really showing some resiliency here. see who has the momentum letting, heading into overtime.
0: And to all of you at CITR and Canada West, this is great, we're getting some free basketball, so enjoy it while you can. Tune in if you've just been paying attention to your phones and scrolling through. This game is intense. It's 63-63. we got five minutes left of basketball to see who will come out on top. The Spartans inbound the ball here as that's Buckingham looking to make something happen. Ball is out now to Marshall. Marshall dancing around, swatted hard by Maddie Penn, who I don't think was actually looking for that ball to come through her way.
1: Interesting to note here that um, Kayla Gordon is sitting on the bench to start off this overtime period. She leads the Spartans with 20 points tonight. A little bit of an opportunity here, for, perhaps, for the Thunderbirds.
0: And that is. Marshall now coming in around three different Thunderbirds to get that point to fall. Julia Marshall we mentioned earlier, quick she's very agile on the court as Filowich is triple guarded passes out to nobody, nor is able to recover before the ball went back court. It is a 65-63 lead here with four minutes, just over four minutes left as the Thunderbirds turn it over on a missed pass by Marcy Schlick. Taking it up court now is Julia Marshall, passing it out to Ashley Barnes. Barnes now out to Buckingham. Buckingham it has been great from three tonight, didn't see too much action late in the fourth. Ball back in the hands of Marshall. They got five left on the shot clock. Ashley Barnes for the Trinity West Spartans, giving them a four point lead as she hit that from the far side of the court for a two point shot.
1: That was Barnes' first bucket of the night.
0: Ali Norris dishing out to Penn at the far side wing. Long pass back to Hansen, who, of course, made this extra basketball possible for the Thunderbirds. Norris now getting the inside pass to Schlick. She's been good inside so far today, and again, we see a great bank off the glass for her. Schlick now at 10 points on the night.
1: She's got a double-double. She's got 10 rebounds, and I think that's 12 points it's now. Good,
0: and it's good to see different Thunderbirds player getting involved in this game. It's been a key, I think to their success here and coming back twice against the Spartans as Buckingham releases a deep three that goes wide and gets a bit of a shoulder from Schlich there as the Thunderbirds recover the ball. Penn passing it a bit too far but able to recover his Hansen, back to Penn. Under three minutes here now. The Thunderbirds down two points, 65 to 67 is the score. Inside pass to Maddie Penn, but easily gobbled up by four different Spartan defenders on that play. Now it's Marshall. Marshall using her agility. Barnes, that same play we saw earlier, this time can't convert. And Filowicz gets tackled, it seems, or falls together rather with Barnes, but I believe a hold is called against the Spartans.
1: Filowicz was, was losing her dribble a bit there. She might have been, been saved a bit by that, by that foul.
0: And Filowicz will head straight to the line here as they didn't have a foul to give. And she will try to tie things up here. Two and a half minutes. 2.32 to be exact, left on the clock. The first shot hitting both sides of the rim, but bouncing out. Filowich attempting her second shot. That one falls in. Filowitch Now on the night, up to a nice 12 points. That's Brown there, trying to get an open spot and nudging her teammate Buckingham to come back court. Buckingham has an eight to shoot. She's moving around. Good pressure here by the Thunderbirds. Inside is Ratzlaff, who gets under the arms of Keelan Filowich. Great job for the layup, getting him a three-point lead here late. Penn passes out to Open Schleck. Left unguarded there with Schlick, as she's not often to shoot from deep, as Hansen, another great layup inside.
1: Hansen really rising to the occasion here in the fourth quarter and overtime, coming up with some big clutch plays.
0: In a third powerhouse player it seems today, hopefully for the rest of the season for the Thunderbirds, as Hansen's done a good job stepping up. And that's a travel call, as that's Julia Marshall, who can't believe it, gives the ball over and that's a costly mistake. Only up by one here. It's 68-69. to 69, Minute 40 left. Thunderbirds are going to get the ball with Penn to inbound. Seeing some pressure here as that's Julia Marshall showing a bit of frustration. She's still down on the ground. It's four on five down at the other end of the court as Penn takes up a two-point shot at the line, and it bounces out, taken back. Ali Norris putting pressure now on Marshall. Minute 20. 68-69, to 69, UBC is down by one. That is Brown, who saw the open look from a low-angled layup and gets her bounce in off the glass. Penn now trying to see what she can do at the other end. It is fouled and gets the bucket to fall. Penn showing her leadership. Between Penn and Hanson, they just don't want to quit here tonight.
1: Well, they are willing this team back into the game at the moment. Addie Penn looks a little bit gassed. I think she might have might be a bit winded there from that from that last play. And She's got an opportunity to uh, tie the ball game here with this this free throw.
0: Right, and I think it's all the, it's starting to take a effect on all the players this this game time as that was Julia Marshall also heading off for the Spartans as the UBC Thunderbirds tied up with a minute and 3 left here. It's a real nail biter here. We'll see who will come off on top or if we'll need more time to play. It's Brown now. Pulling up from beyond the arc, again in and out, just like we saw at the end of that fourth quarter. Brown getting a bit unlucky here. Long pass. Norris just able to corral it, keep it in bounds. Norris here from the near side wing. 40 seconds left. 13 on the shot clock. Norris passes out to Schlick. 71-71. We're all tied up here. Maddie Penn now from the line. Can't get it to fall from the foul line, but Keelan Filowicz doing a nice job. She's double guarded. Turns it over, and a foul called against Filowicz. Bit of frustration there, but maybe maybe not exactly what she wanted. Unfortunate break there. Filowicz was was attempting to get the ball out to Schlick, but they've been doing a good job putting a lot of pressure on Filowicz, and that that silly foul is now putting the Spartans at the line for two to shoot, and this is Kiana Wiens, who sinks the first of two. 72-71 Spartans
1: which really had nowhere to go with, with that last possession there. She came up with the, with the ball, but no outlet pass.
0: But you can't, at the same time, Natalie, yes, yeah, she had nowhere to go, but that lapse of concentration on that on that stupid foul, really, is is just something you can't be doing, especially as a leader on a team. As so we take yeah. a timeout here, Thunderbirds looking to make something happen. Both teams in the bonus, no fouls to give the Spartans keeping that slim lead, 73-71. They've held the lead or have been tied for most of this extra time here. Thunderbirds just trying to really battle back and maybe just inch out a one or two point win. They've got around a minute left up on the game clock and they're down two points, Natalie. What do they need to do here?
1: I think UBC really just, they do have that close to a minute here. They do wanna get off a really good clean look. You don't need to rush. It's got to be a high percentage opportunity again. Same as the end of the fourth quarter. And you know what? You miss it. You've got to get back on defense. Nothing easy. Spartans certainly now uh, in the bonus, but uh, they've only missed one free throw, so you don't want to send them to the free throw line either.
0: And both teams here now headed back onto the court as the timeout is over. Excuse me. I said there was a minute left on the game clock. We're down to 23. Point nine seconds. We're just under 24 seconds here, and the Thunderbirds, more or less one possession, is Pardon. all they're going to have. Maybe a bit more between game clock and shot clock, but it's it's really going to come down to this possession. Hubbin giving it her all has done a great job drawing up some plays for the Thunderbirds earlier in the fourth, as Madison Penn looks for that same Hanson inbound that they've gone to, and there is indeed no difference between game, sh- game clock and shot clock as a turnover from Maddie. An unaware Marcy Schlick. It hit off her shoulder. And Marcy Schlick wasn't paying any attention.
1: I think it was just a bit of miscommunication there because Marcy Schlick wasn't even, wasn't even looking for that pass. She was facing the opposite direction. So costly error here for the Thunderbirds as I believe Tessa Ratliff, Ratslaff, will now be heading to the free throw line here.
0: Ratslaff indeed at the line. Hubbin, hubbin is nothing less of off right now. There was a call on the play afterwards when the ball hit off of Schlick's shoulder. I think she's honestly frustrated with how that play ran out for her team as the Spartans here take a 75-71 lead with just 13.9 seconds left. It's going to take some real magic the Thunderbirds want to get themselves in this game. Penn pulling up from three and doesn't fall in. We have five left on the clock as the Thunderbirds looks like they're just going to lose a heartbreaking game as time expires here. And we have a few visiting fans here cheering loud for the Spartans. But the majority of War Memorial, heartbroken as the Thunderbirds fought so hard to get back into this game. And an unfortunate misplay there at the end. You do have to credit some players. You look at Jess Hansen for the Thunderbirds. You look at Madison Penn and Keelan Filowicz. All doing good jobs getting involved in this game. It's going to be important going forward for the Thunderbirds to keep Hansen involved if they want games to be close like this. Natalie, any notes looking back at this game? What what did the Spartans do at the end that gave them that little lead?
1: You know, I think at the end, in, certainly in, in the fourth quarter and in overtime, I mean, they just they hit their free throws. I mean, UBC, UBC missed seven or eight free throws tonight, and the Spartans only missed one. So that's, that's a big difference, especially in a tight game.
0: The Spartans and the Thunderbirds splitting the series here. This game, 75-71 final for the... Trinity Western Spartans. Doug Richards is over by my side. We will be taking on the men's game in a short 15 minutes as that extra time pushed the time between games a bit closer. Thank you all for tuning in at both Canada West and CITR, and we will see you back here in 15 minutes. Have a great night.
4: Yeah, you're so true. What I've been saying.
3: Hello, I hope you've been enjoying this broadcast of Thunderbirds Basketball live on CITR 101.9 FM. Broadcasting live from the unceded, traditional territory of the Musqueam people. Heartbreaking loss there for Thunderbirds women. Um, Thunderbirds men game though, see if maybe we can get at least one win here tonight. Um, That one's coming up for you in 15 minutes. We will get you back to War Memorial in time for the start of that one. In the meantime, enjoy more of our play-by-play broadcasters playlist.
4: We rock stead. we move right every time. I'm watching you all of the time. Oh well, it's me out there. Oh well, I'm amazed now whenever. We take a pause to get blazed or whatever It's always right whenever we're together Told you not to panic Know that you can handle it Don't you get ahead of me Just a stalk, a stalk, a stalk In my bush backyard You all of the time. Oh well, it's a mess out there. Oh well, I'm amazed now. Whenever when we take a pause to get blazed or whatever, it's always right whenever we're together. Told you not to panic. Know that you can handle it. Don't you get ahead of me? Just a stalk, a stalk, a stalk. You yeah, get yeah, my a push back. back yeah, yard. Yeah, Just a stalk. A
5: don't want cherries at the bottom of the tree i want the ones just out of my reach the ones that sit the closest to the heat of the sun it ain't available to everyone i want to have to work for the fruit i get kind of like to struggle just a little bit don't want the right ones Hell no, I only want the right ones, them all, my type, I'm picky, yes I know, my saying is get high as I grow old, Cheers getting harder and harder to reach, I ain't getting any taller, uh. and that's why I'm... I'm not sure I'm compromised, the fact that I can be is satisfied, no, I want the very best things in life, I just can't have it, and even if I get the ones I'm reaching in I don't know if I want them as much anymore, cause I have achieved, I need to move on, and I ain't getting any trouble, uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I'm not
3: We are nearing tip-off for the Thunderbirds men's game, which we will have for you coming up. So, strap yourselves in, if it's anything as exciting as that overtime heartbreaker loss by the women's team, it'll be a hell of a game, so we'll get you out to War Memorial Gym as soon as we can, and we hope you enjoy Thunderbirds basketball live on CITR. 101.9 101.9 FM.
5: Cupid shot an arrow and I landed quite deep in the palm of my hand I tried to pull it out but it wouldn't seem to budge so I left it to stand Over the next few weeks a change came about me that I really didn't understand But it doesn't take long for feeling that strong to completely overtake a man Take it back I know it's gonna cause me pain Yeah, but the arrow found its way
3: Still experiencing minor technical difficulties, but uh, rest assured we will be bringing you out to War Memorial Gym as soon as we get the feed from across the road here at uh, beautiful UBC Point Grey Campus, Vancouver, British Columbia.
5: Time there was a pearly white castle in the hills overlooking the sea, and all the people in the town and the villages around they all remarked it as the place of their dreams. Oh, but what they didn't know is it once inside the castle it was in disrepair. Oh, the king in the red, and blue was proudly cage, and he left his lovely queen there. Run away from your heart. i try-
7: What's up, Vancouver?
3: Hello Thunderbird Sports fans, um, sorry, <laughs> but we are still experiencing, um, maybe not so minor, uh, technical difficulties with the, uh, transmission from War Memorial Gym over to the station here at UBC's Nest, um, so yeah, we've got some, some nice tunes for you, um. Obviously everyone that we have over at War Memorial Gym is working tirelessly to make sure that the transmission can come through as soon as possible. At the the Canada West um, basketball website at the moment, it doesn't appear as though that the game has started. So, um, not missing anything important at the moment. Some scores around the league for you, though. Um, this is men's basketball. Um, Victoria currently up four to two over Saskatchewan. University of the Fraser Valley up seventeen to eight over. Winnipeg, uh, Lethbridge 19-8 to 8 over Thompson Rivers, um, UNBC tied with Regina at 8 apiece, and um, as it says over here, um, nothing nothing for UBC men's basketball against Trinity Western University. Um, if you if you were listening here, or if you were tuning in live on CITR for that, uh, or rather on, on Canada West TV for that uh, women's basketball game, um, oh okay. <laughs> so I've I've just got a message from one of my colleagues over at the CITR broadcast at War Memorial Gym. Um, it is actually eleven to nine Trinity Western University over UBC Men's Basketball, UBC Thunderbirds. Uh, It's halfway through the first quarter, so we'll be bringing you updates on that as we can until we get our technological situation sorted out here. Um, In the meantime, enjoy the tunes!
0: What's up, Vancouver? You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. And you're in Vancouver, but you already know that. We're the Briggs. I'm Jason. And that's Joey over there, but he's (laughs) still sleeping. (laughs) Have fun at school.
1: Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on.
3: I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. Do you like sports and don't care who knows? Then CITR Sports needs you. If you like sports, aren't radio, or generally just want to have a great time, then come join us. Email our sports coordinator at sports101 at CITR.ca to find out more. Or come by the station in the new sub. See you soon. Watch
8: cause I'm the man.
3: Vancouver Reloaded, playing your favorite tunes and mouth-humping your ear holes full of voice talk. Yeah, we do that. I've got an update for you. 4.30 um, left in the first quarter, and it is 21-13 for Trinity Western Men's Basketball. Um.
9: What they're going to do. Peter Spengel with the uh, shot there, and that uh, increases the lead uh, for Trinity Western. And we have gotten you back and to one Memorial gym, gym for
3: UBC Men's Thunderbird Basketball. To we'll to take you there now.
0: Into and I believe Zaharievich will now, or is that
9: Jalalpour rather, going to the line? Looks like Jalalpour, but it was uh, Luca that was uh, in the in the scrum there. I would have thought that uh, he would have been the one that was fouled. Jalalpour making the first of two shots.
0: Jalalpour, Jalalpour also having a good game. He's kind of came back big since uh, he faltered at Calgary. We saw also, I believe, up in when they were playing UNBC. Jalalpour really started his comeback and. He's went through real highs and some lows so far, but it's nice to see that he's back on track here. McNish now coming in, trying to put the ball up, and there's lots of Spartan hands there to greet him as he's fouled on the play.
9: Yeah, the the Spartans defending in numbers there. As McNish went up, he had two guys in his face, and uh, there was uh, no way he was gonna get that shot off. Uh, Fortunately, he was able to draw the foul.
0: Now back in for the Spartans is number 15, T. Maberry. This is Anthony McNish shooting. It's a 23-16 Spartan lead still. First shot bounces off of the rim. Currently on the floor for the Spartans, we have Josiah Allison. We have number nine, Peter Spangle. We have 15, T. Maberry, We also have number three, Ethan De Silva. And the last player out there is number nine. Or we already mentioned Peter Spangle actually. The last player is 10, excuse me, Daniel Stead. This is Josiah Allison
9: pulling up from three and up in his face was Phil Lauport, but he gets it to fall in, Doug. And one of the things about the Spartan is they seem to be A very good three-point shooting team. As a matter of fact, they shoot as well from outside the arc as they do from inside.
0: I was noticing that stat and it's surprising. It's not necessarily a good thing, but maybe it's a game tactic that you have to use as the Thunderbirds and Patrick Simon
9: get a look from outside and he pulls up with his own three. I think what it means is that they don't uh, really uh, work well under pressure, you know, getting the ball inside. And uh, so they're more comfortable, and they feel uh, a little bit better and uh, are more confident from hitting uh, when the pressure isn't on them from just shooting from the outside. That's the only explanation I would have for something like that.
0: And now that was Josiah Allison pulling up in another clean shot. They're maintaining this lead, Doug. It's not something that's coming and going. Not to mention, we still have a minute left to play in the first quarter. They're almost at 30. That's Jalalpour now driving in, able to get that layup to fall, but it's 22-28. Although
9: Thunderbirds are closing in, but I mean, still maintaining the lead. Yeah, UBC right now has got to, you know, start looking to uh, take control of this game. One of the things they got to do is get a stop. And can't
0: get it there, as that was number 10 Daniel Stead coming in for the layup off the glass. Jalalpour now, there's 17 on the shot clock and 27 left in the game, roughly 10 second difference as Jalalpur pulls up from what seemed to be in the benches from the far side of the court and hits
9: that nice three-pointer five-point differential now between the two teams. I would rather that they attack the basket however you know they do have to get their outside shooters going as well. And this will be the last possession assumedly of the quarter
0: as another three is drained that's Tima Barry and a long shot there is short from Anthony McNish it's 33 to 25. Not for the Thunderbirds, dog. This is a Trinity Western Spartans eight point lead.
9: Well, I'm um, surprised. To Shocked say the, to say that. Actually. Least. Uh, You know, I I, I don't know what uh, has happened here, but uh, uh, certainly it's a different Spartan team that's come out on the court. Uh, They look like they have uh, a lot more energy. Uh, You know, if this were a team coming in from, say, uh, Manitoba or something like that, uh, I would say that last night they were suffering from jet lag and finally got their feet uh, underneath them. Uh, Coming in from uh, Langley is really not that big a deal. Right. We're still in the same time zone. Exactly. But whatever
0: whatever they ate or drank last night, there's something that's yeah. – that's, it, it's just a confidence boost, I think, as well. What they're doing out there today is keeping themselves in check and really not overestimating what the Thunderbirds are. I think they're realizing what potential they have. And somehow the Thunderbirds, I think, were a bit caught off guard after putting up a massive 53-point – I want to say it was 118 to – uh, yeah, 65. Yeah, 65-point win. I mean, coming off that, you'd think the Thunderbirds would lay off a bit, but here it's
9: hurting them. Uh, certainly, and uh, that's what uh, Spencer McKay and I talked about in the pre-game interview. Uh, complacency. How do you uh, make sure that your team doesn't come out flat like they have so far, and uh, you know, and and, and get uh, you know, start to get blown away because that's what we're seeing right now. 33 points. We're uh, in line if you extrapolate that through four quarters. Uh you know, we're we're up to 120 uh plus 30 points there. Yeah. Uh and I'd also like to mention before we get started
0: here in the second quarter. Thank you for all tuning in if you're listening on CITR. Sorry for the bit of the delay. We were figuring out just how to incorporate you guys into this Canada West stream, but thank you for tuning in nonetheless. The current score is 33-25 in favor of the Trinity Western Spartans over the powerhouse UBC men's Thunderbird team here as currently the Spartans are pressing again with Maberry on the inside and gets a nice basket off of a
9: low low angle layup. And, and really that shot had no uh, business going in, but it did, so they're getting the rolls. Odoo here is now
0: passing it. That was Simon and he got that pass there. That was passed in from
9: Ugoala. and back at the other end. And, and again, UBC uh, sitting around admiring, uh, you know, their handiwork there, and they forget to get back and defend. And it was Spengel picking up the uh, easy fast break basket. A nice
0: job there by
9: Isaiah Ugoala picking up Connor Morgan's
0: misplay. But down at the other end, Trinity or yeah, Trinity Western trying to make things happen as. They have not been able to miss up until that shot there by Tima Barry. They have been hot and UBC can't be playing like they're winning, they're down by eight here. Now six, Doug, but still, they, I, I think they have a certain mentality around this Trinity Western Spartans team, it seems, that they're gonna need a kick if they actually wanna win this game.
9: Well, right now, Phil Jalalpour is doing his best uh, to get the team back on track. This is,
0: that was Josiah Mapalank there I believe called with the charge.
9: Doug, can you check me on that one? I believe that's what it was. uh, But anyway, it's UBC ball uh, turnover, one of the few uh, that uh, Trinity has uh, committed so far this game.
0: Trinity's been about as perfect as they can be as Patrick Simon pulls up for a long three that won't fall in and Mappalink finds his fellow teammate, Peter Spangle down court for a nice basket, and they've been getting those fast break points that the Thunderbirds haven't properly been contesting on defense.
9: Well, they certainly didn't get them last night. Uh, Trinity Western had an awful lot of trouble uh, getting the ball up the court. And a bit of a long ball there.
0: Somehow Connor Morgan corrals it. That was a pass in by Jalalpour. who now has the ball back and is double guarded. Morgan using his size to his advantage, but I think almost trying to overplay it. And overcompensate for the lackluster first quarter they had. Thunderbirds still find themselves down here by seven as uh, Maple Bear, or rather Maple Link, dishes the ball to Ethan Da Silva.
9: And I believe we're gonna take a time out here, was it? No, I think uh, Da Silva stepped on the line, so it's gonna be UBC ball. Another turnover uh, for for Trinity Western. And the reason I'm checking in with you, Doug, is. The Spartans, as we
0: mentioned, they're just subbing in players here and there. I'm trying to figure out who's on the court for them at all times. Mapl- that was passed into Morgan, but Morgan's pass is errant, and mapolink now has the ball. He finds number seven. That's that's tar- Tunelian wide, but that shot wouldn't go in. And a joust at the net, the Spartans unable to convert,
9: but the Thunderbirds allowing for some second chance opportunities
0: that they need to close up on.
9: Well, right now, uh, everything seems to be rolling the, the, the way of the Spartans right now. All the shots are dropping in. And Connor Morgan converting in some double coverage there. <laughs> yeah, it really uh, a, an athletic, uh, tenacious move there. He just, uh, you know, moved through the, uh, uh, the pressure. And we just had
0: back-to-back turnovers there by both teams. The Spartans going in for the layup, which kissed off the rim. Jalalpur playing aggressive down the other end, and Ugawala and Jalalpur playing some pass on the side court as Morgan fell away from the ball. Doug,
9: yeah, it, it looks like um, uh, uh, Patco uh, sort of gave him a little bit of a, uh, a shove or a pull, uh, caused Connor to lose his balance there. Referee uh, caught that and. Uh, UBC will uh, inbound the ball from the end line. 39-33 in favor of the Trinity Western Spartans. Yes, that is not a misspeak. And
0: trying to close the gap are the Thunderbirds there as Morgan put in a nice little alley-oop attempt where he didn't dunk it in, but he kissed it off the glass to close this. Somehow, like you said, Spartans lead down to four.
9: Yeah, well, uh, UBC being very smart there, they used uh, Connor Morgan's height and his athletic ability to get the ball and uh, for him to get the ball kissed off the glass. This is De Silva now for the Spartans,
0: charging, throwing it long out wide with a three-point shot that's much too short by Ben Reddy. Back at the other, end, Mason Borsier passes out to Jalalpour. And now Familia kicking it in to Morgan. Long outside pass. That was Borsier who's followed up by Morgan on the missed three.
9: And you know what, Connor will probably say that's the way they drew it up in the dressing room before halftime, before the game. And Morgan's height helping him in those kind of situations able to clean
0: up some of the missed shots on offense for the birds. Well not only that, but good position. Using his his intelligence and his, his leadership and veteran presence to know where to be on this team. Morgan now in possession and misplays the ball as that's stolen by De Silva. Free ball loose on a mishandle by the Spartans. And now it's back out to De Silva. That was ready looking for the ball, but it's now in possession of Vitala who kicks it out. That is Tenelian. Tenelian in possession with a second left from a deep three off the glass. And it's no good connor morgan down at the other end try to receive a pass keeps it in bounds familia on the far side of the court drives in from the baseline and gets a nice little uh
9: close inside path or inside shot to fall you know if uh connor morgan's a half an inch shorter he uh, uh thunderbirds do not get those points he had to really stretch out his complete length to get that ball uh back in bounds this is Da Silva pulling away for a faded attempt.
0: That one is not good. And, Doug, this is a tie game here. Is this a slowing of pace potentially for the Spartans? As Jalapur crashes down on a layup that almost went in. This is now ready. Ben Ready wide open for a three attempt for the Spartans. That one doesn't fall in either. Familia kicks it up to Borsier.
9: Yeah, very fast-paced game back and forth. uh, A great game for the fans to watch as uh, both of these teams are going at it tooth and nail.
0: And now Jalalpour long for the three. That one is unsuccessful. And De Silva bringing it up for the Spartans
9: i thought that was a bit lazy the the thunderbirds have really got to work that ball inside and get the uh, get the point
0: vitala moving around guarded but couldn't find a pass until he found to silva in the backcourt and now that is a missed attempt as morgan tries to give the thunderbirds their lead and a foul called against number seven that is Vartan senelian of the Trinity Western Spartans as they do one of their famous substitution substitutions here. We get a new look with Mappalink, as well as uh, Trunyon back on court, and Maberry back on the court for them as well.
9: Thunderbird showing a little bit more urgency on the court and uh, a little bit more tenacity. And another
0: foul called against I believe that was Tima Berry of the Spartans, and Jalalpur will go to the line. And Doug, I'm not sure if it's that they're showing more, or if Trinity Spartan, the if the Trinity Western Spartans are maybe backing off a bit just due to pure athleticism.
9: Well, um, I, I think maybe it's a bit of a combination. I think UBC is causing that uh, maybe hesitation in Trinity's game. Uh, They certainly have uh, not had good shots the last few times down, uh, because those shots, like last night, have been falling short. And that indicates that, hey, they're a little bit tentative, either that or they're getting tired. And now the Thunderbirds have their, what I believe is actually the first lead of the game at 40 to 39. Yeah, based on those uh, free throws or one single free throw, by Phil Jalalpur. the Thunderbirds are back in the lead with three minutes, a little over three minutes remaining in the first half. And a strong pass in, that was
0: from Vitala, attempting to get, I believe, through to Mapalink, but it was tipped by a Thunderbird player. There's 15 seconds left on the shot clock, and 311 left here in the second quarter of play. Good
9: hands by Jalalpur there, knocking the ball out of, uh, out of bounds there, but uh, it will remain Trinity Western ball. At least UBC is being a little bit more aggressive on defense. I think
0: Jalalpour as well as Morgan are trying to be that veteran presence on the court who inspires the rest of the team to do exactly what you're saying. Bring that intensity as we see Familia strip the ball there from the Spartans. And Familia finds an open Jalalpour who fakes a three, jumps in and is now going to the line
9: again to shoot two more. And that's what the Thunderbirds have to do. They have to attack the baskets. I don't think they should be settling for three point opportunities. If they uh, try to get inside and it doesn't work and they kick it back out to someone who's open, sure, take the three point shot. But attack the basket. See if you can get uh, Trinity Western back on their heels. Jalalpour
0: with his 14th point of the night bringing the Thunderbird lead to two. It's 41-39 here. And on his second shot, Jalalpour falls short and the defensive rebound is taken by the Spartans. That is Pogos Trunyan taking up court. Mapalink back to Trunyan, who's guarded tightly there by Phil Jalalpur. Fires an incredibly deep three dug in. And how did that one go in?
9: Well, he's their best three-point shooter, so uh, I guess
0: practice. And Jalalpour ready to show him a thing or two, I think, on the other end. Raced down the other court as Trunyan was celebrating there. Now in the hands of borsier inside pass is tipped away by Link. thunderbirds making some untimely errors here late in the first half as that pass is also deflected and taken by familia and the alley-oop to shepherd goes in nicely welcome back to the court grant
9: shepherd well talk about athleticism there uh, he that was so smooth uh, just in the air, didn't come down, and uh, just flipped the ball up and went in uh, like he'd been doing it forever.
0: Foul there called against Grant Shepard as the Cascades will inbound the ball. Actually, it's the Spartans. The Cascades were a couple of weeks ago. Thank you, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) And Jalalpour now bringing up the ball. Loves out wide for Open Familia and contested. He thought about it for a second and maybe do that hesitation, didn't sink it, but
9: nice follow up there by Shepard. Well, the ball fell right into his hands and uh, uh, he just uh, you know, flipped it back up uh, with great ease. That was a long three again by Trunyan, who's hot right now from three. 45-45, the game is tied again and we're seeing a barn burner here tonight, much like the uh, UBC uh, Trinity Western women's game. And if you folks didn't have a chance to tune into that, what a game it was. Right down to the last
0: second, it looked like UBC was gonna be out, they convert on their last two possessions as, number
9: nine. three second call on uh, Grant Shepard there, spending a little bit too long in the key there, I believe he had a chance to set up a tent and caught
0: as the women's team, as I had mentioned, it came right down the last shot. The Spart the Spartans threw up a last second deep three and uh, it went out, but it went to extra time and Spartans ended up with a four point victory, I want to say, at the end of that game. And now it was a foul. We're gonna go to timeout here with a minute seven left, and did
9: you catch where that foul was on there, Doug? Yeah, Mason Borsier picking up his second personal foul. Uh, really, the foul situation is not too bad uh, for uh, for either team. Uh, uh, Trunyon, though, does have two personal fouls. Uh, that would be a little bit of a concern because he has been uh, very, very productive uh, for the Spartans so far this evening. Uh, he was stuck on eight points for a long time, uh, had to go out Uh, after his second foul, but when he came back in was able to hit a three pointer. And we saw that happen in the women's game too. The
0: leading scorer of that game for the Spartans, she actually ended up with five fouls late in the fourth and they had to take her out. It almost cost them the game. So really wanting to make sure the hot Pogos Chunyan doesn't get in too much foul trouble here. And if you're the Thunderbirds, what are you thinking about
9: nearing the end of this first half, Doug? Uh, Well, uh, holy crap, Uh, (laughs) these guys came to play uh, we haven't been. We better uh, get our act together and uh, and finish them off. We got to go pedal to the metal uh, for the uh, the rest of this game. And uh, I'm not seeing start after halftime. I'm seeing start right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think that's verbatim uh, from what uh, Kevin Coach Hansen. Kevin Hansen was yeah. saying.
0: Uh, Kevin Hansen not looking too happy there. Obviously disappointed with his team's. Well, he never looks happy. <laughs> but especially, I would think, in a situation like this where you did have such a big blowout last night, expecting something of similar similar outcome and not happening so far here as the ball goes out of bounds and it will be a Trinity Western Spartans inbound with seven left on the shot clock. Gets the ball out to Link. thinks about the three, and he falls over himself and his own teammate. And that was a deep three fade by Tanelian after him and Mapalink collided. Jalalpour now down at the other end. Familia, looking to pass it out, gets it to Jalalpour. Jalalpour trades to Brown. Brown gets it back to Jalalpour, just six left on the shot clock. As Morgan thinks about it, passes it out, and it's gonna have to be a shot here from Brown. And it hits off the rim,
9: rebounded by the Spartans. Great sis- switching defense by the Spartans there. Uh, they put some pressure on, uh, then uh, one of the other guys uh, switches off, and uh, they keep the pressure on the Thunderbirds that way. And this is going to be the last possession of the first half. We have five seconds left as a fade
0: by trunnion in the three-point range is taken, and Morgan's release from half court is well, a bit too late to and off target as well. It's 45-45. We're tied after the first half and this is nothing short of surprising and rather frustrating i think on the point of the thunderbirds at least by the head coach's standards
9: well uh you know speaking of people who uh, are perpetually grumpy uh we're going to have assistant coach Vern knopp come up and talk to us i mean he was unhappy at halftime last night uh, uh, because of some of the uh you know little mistakes that the thunderbirds made uh uh, you know, going to a uh, a fairly sizable lead at the uh, at the half, but uh, um, I don't know. He might go ballistic here in a in a moment or so once he gets uh, uh, up to our bird's nest uh, uh, viewpoint here, broadcast location. But 45-45 is the score at halftime here. Phil Jalalpour uh, leading the Thunderbirds with 14 points. Connor Morgan with 10 on the other side though uh, it's a a pretty um, uniform effort by uh, yeah it's it's very even across the board uh, for the uh, Spartans there Uh, Trunyon leading the way with 11 points yeah Trunyon got hot
0: with some deep threes and I think he almost got overly ambitious there with a a bit of a fade spin three there at the end as we now have assistant coach Vern not coming up here and i will take a quick break so that doug can give you guys a bit of insight
9: with coach vern okay uh chance to talk with uh assistant coach uh vern nop and uh i want you first of all to promise not to bite my head off (laughs) i mean you were unhappy enough last night with the uh, the minor errors that the thunderbirds show uh tonight uh if you're gonna go ballistic at least let me get out of the danger zone
7: well, no reason to go ballistic on you, just uh, I mean our players just weren't ready to play obviously. I mean giving up thirty-three points in a quarter to anybody's embarrassing, especially on your own home court. You know, as coaches we always talk about you, you blow a team out on Friday night. Usually it's it's tough to do it back to back and usually they come back you know with a little more fire and, and obviously they came ready to play. We didn't. Um, you know, credit them, they're hitting their they're hitting their shots but we're leaving guys wide open and and that's unacceptable. And I mean, it was a little better in the second quarter, but still not good enough.
9: Well, as you say, they are hitting their shots. Uh, Some of the shots that I saw go in there, I I didn't think had any business going in. And some of the shots that the Thunderbirds uh, took, um, they weren't going in, whereas last night they were going in. So uh, occasionally the ball just doesn't bounce your way.
7: Yeah, that's true. But I I think you also make your own bounces, right? They're doing a great job of moving the basketball and offense. Whether it's penetration or passing it, we're just seem to be really stagnant, settling for outside jumpers. When you know, we started early with Luca getting the touch, and then we stopped getting touches inside, and we're not not moving the ball, so we're over dribbling, we're not reversing the basketball like we always tell them to. Um, But yeah, we've got some good looks, we've missed them, but uh, hopefully, we'll bounce back in the second half and start hitting some of those shots.
9: Well, last night, you guys did a great job on uh, Pogos uh, Trunyon and uh, Matt Spatala. Tonight, uh, they've uh, uh, contributed uh, well to the Spartan offense. Uh, uh, Tennelyan hasn't had to shoulder the load uh, himself.
7: Yeah, no, those are most of the guys that we we key on. Um, Well, that we did last night anyway. And obviously tonight, I guess uh, we forgot the scouting report because uh, we didn't do a very good job of adjusting. And you can't leave guys like that. We we know they can. A couple of those guys can shoot. You're gonna leave those guys wide open. That's that's the result. Thirty-three points in the quarter. 45 of the half. Um, you know, that's a far cry from championship basketball, and obviously we still got a lot of work to do.
9: Okay, thanks very much, Vern. Uh, go have a nice long chat with your guys in the uh, uh, in the locker room. Will do, thanks. Okay, thanks a lot. Vern Knopf, assistant right coach then. with we're the UBC and Thunderbirds. And what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to, I think, take a break, uh, but uh, Jacob's just coming back over here and. Uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, uh, take us where we need to be next. Right. Well, I think it's,
0: it's difficult. as I, I couldn't hear too much of what Vern had to say, but it, it's very interesting, I guess, at least, to see how much a change the Spartans have brought into tonight's game. And like you said, a very distributed attack with uh, the likes of players like Polgos Trunyan, as well as team leader uh, Vitala leading the way for the Spartans. And I think if you're the Thunderbirds here, you're looking to players like Jalalpour and Connor Morgan who are veterans on the team to really push that necessary drive to want to win
9: this game rather than just roll over and get a close win. Well, one of the most, probably the most important uh, jobs of a a fifth year player, of a frontline player is to make your teammates better. And that's what uh, both uh, Phil Jalalpour and uh, Connor Morgan have to do. This has to be a team effort. It has to be a full team game, or you just don't win. Uh, at least you don't win consistently. There are times when, you know, one or two players can carry you, but uh, it, it has to be a full team game. And what we have seen over the last little while uh, with the Thunderbirds playing the Cascades and uh uh, UNBC uh, last weekend that it was uh, a, a team game. Uh, tonight uh, they've got to rediscover that. Uh, uh, they certainly had that last night. Uh, they have got to make sure that they instill that in themselves coming out of the locker room. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Doug. There, and we'll see what they're able to
0: do bringing out second second half. And you know that they're getting a, a, a rather harsh talking to in the in the uh, clubhouse during halftime. We'll see what the Spartans, I guess, can bring as well. Obviously pushing hard there in the first quarter. So we'll see if that's able to keep up in the second half with that energy boost. And uh,
9: yeah, we- well, that is the question, whether or not they can keep this up. Because they're going to be going into the uh, halftime here. And. As, the, as we're going into halftime here, we'll
0: take a quick look around the l- league as well. We had Manitoba just losing to Mount Royal today, 80 to 77. We saw Brandon beating out the Dinos, 69 to 64. We have Victoria at the start of the third in a low-scoring affair, 34-26 over Saskatchewan. And we have the University of Fraser Valley winning against Winnipeg, 32 to 22, also a very low scoring affair. Lethbridge is currently beating Thompson Rivers, 46 to 35. UNBC is down right now, 42 to 25 against Regina. And that is our look around the league, as here we are tied up in another surprise matchup. And it'll be very interesting to
9: see what happens, Doug. Uh, Yeah, it certainly will. Uh, Just to uh, complete an earlier thought here, one of the things that uh, has plagued the uh, Spartans uh, so far this season is that uh, they are able to play well in spurts and we've certainly seen a, uh, a, a first half spurt here. Uh, not so much in the second quarter, but certainly through the uh, through the first quarter. The problem is that they're not able to maintain that through uh, the full game. So we'll just have to see if uh, they're able to come back out with the same fire that they did uh, in the first half or, or in, uh, to start the game in this second half because um, right now they're sitting in the locker room, they're discussing strategy, but they're getting cold. And they've done a good job
0: actually matching UBC statistically so far. Uh, Trinity Western with 19 total rebounds compared to the UBC's 20. And as well on turnovers, it's it's six even. So it's not just on the court. There's statist- it's not what we're seeing in the, the emotions of the game, but They're physically matching them on paper, too, so incredible job here by
9: Trinity Western to keep themselves in this one and give them a good shot at winning this game here. I also see that they're matching the Thunderbirds in bench scoring. Uh, 13 for Trinity Western, 12 for UBC. Uh, But the main advantage that the Thunderbirds have is points in the paint. 28-18, to a uh, 10-point margin. Uh, for the Thunderbirds, and that's what the Thunderbirds have got to do. They've got to get the ball inside. They've got to uh, uh, keep working on that inside game, and I think that's what's going to win it for them. Uh, if they do get the inside game or continue to keep it going, that'll open up things on the outside for them, where uh, they are only 3 of 11 uh, from outside the arc, and, uh, you know, that's not really what we are used to seeing from the Thunderbirds.
0: Well, that's what I was going to mention as well. We see on the other side, 7 for 16 for Trinity Western, shooting just below 50. Yeah. And we have Thunderbirds 3 for 11. So where Trinity Western is really beating Thunderbirds is from outside the arc. They've been doing a good job from 3. Trunyon um, being one of the leaders in that. He has three 3-pointers three already for his team. Um, and then one from Vitala, uh Mayberry and Allison as well, or rather just yes, Maberry and both Allison. So Thunderbirds maybe needing to clean up their three game or just stick inside as you mentioned that they're so good at.
9: Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that they should, uh, I I think they need to work their inside game, get the points that they can off of that, uh, because that's going to open up things on the outside for them, and there's going to be a lot better shooting opportunities. We'll catch you guys back here in a short five minutes
0: as the second half is ready to get underway soon. Thank you all for tuning in, both at CITR and Canada West. We'll catch you guys in a gym.
3: Hello, hello, this is Eric Thompson back at the broadcast studio on UBC's Point Grey campus, unseated traditional Musqueam territory. And you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Again, apologize for the late start in getting you to that game, but it is 45 45 at the half between Trinity Western and UBC. We will get you back there for the start of the second with absolutely no delay or technical difficulty. I am confident of that. And it looks like it's uh, looking at the monitor over here. It looks like it's about to start in just three minutes 46 seconds. As you know, or maybe if you don't know, if you're just tuning in, UBC women's basketball lost a heartbreaker in overtime today, earlier today, before the start of this men's basketball game, also against um, Trinity Western.
8: Nothing's real. leave it here if you ain't going to do so-
3: Real anyway. And we are going to get you back out there to War Memorial Gym for the start of the second half. Enjoy.
0: Men's UBC Thunderbirds and Trinity West Spartans after the first half. It is 45-45 all locked up here, Doug.
9: And it's, it's been a rather impressive game from the side of Trinity Western. Oh, I, I totally agree. Uh, they certainly came to play tonight and uh, uh, I, I can't believe it's the same team that I saw last night because uh, I, I made one mention, uh, I actually a couple of mentions during the game last night, uh, that uh, uh, all of their shots were falling short, uh, which indicates uh, that they're tired and they're also not getting enough uh, you know, lift in their legs. And um, uh, tonight, uh, I can't say the same thing, although I, I did see that towards the end of the, uh, of the first half here where a number of their shots were starting to, to fall short. What might be
0: helping with that is their, their roster that they're always switching who's playing on the court. So maybe to counterbalance some of the exhaustion that the players are feeling on the court, they, they constantly are swapping out players as we currently have a different look back on the court for them than we did when we went into the half half uh, here at War Memorial. As Connor Morgan now takes it into the paint, using his body to get through, gets his own offensive rebound, hits off his head, and he gets the basket. 47-45 lead here
9: for the Thunderbirds. Again, UBC working inside, uh, getting uh, great production out of what has been do- working for them. Mapleberry
0: dishes it out there to Vital, who is blocked hard by Morgan from the side. Punches the ball right out of his hands. Long pass up, Zaharievich. Clean pass, a nice
9: finish there, soft finish. Great transition for the Thunderbirds there as Morgan uh, passed it up to a streaking uh, Luka Zaharievich and uh, Luka doesn't streak that well. And a deep bomb there. That was from
0: from number one Pogos Trunyan who's been dangerous from three here tonight. Trunyan up to 14 points. Morgan now gets the ball near the elbow. He fades back and takes the jumper. Clean look over the hands of Tenelian,
9: a much smaller Tenelian, standing at 6'4. A bit of a mismatch. Yeah, good defense by uh, Trinity Western there uh, because uh, Morgan had no place to pass that ball to. Maberry trying to get it past Luca, but it bounces off the
0: rim and Jalalpur races down the other side, taking it all the way and going up with his own shot. But that one unable to find the bottom of the net. Now it's Trunyon at the other end of the court, this time opting not to take a three but dish it off to his teammate. And a foul there called against Trini- uh, Trinity Western. I'm not sure, I think it was a travel.
9: I think we're going to have to wait. It looks like there's a, another foul on Maybury. Huh. His second personal foul. I'm not sure where that occurred. I didn't really see a lot of uh, solid contact there, but. Someone saw something. Mason Borsier now, stumbling but able to
0: hold the ball. Jalalpour, they got nine left on the shot clock. Jalalpour driving in, this time opting to dump it off to Morgan, who will now go to the line
9: as he was fouled on that play in the Thunderbirds coming out strong here to start the second half. Yeah, great yeah. penetration by the Thunderbirds there, uh, getting the ball inside the paint, uh, and Phil making a, uh, a pretty good decision to give that to, uh, to Connor Morgan, who had the best opportunity at the basket.
0: And Morgan set to shoot again here. Morgan with 15 points now on the night, aiming for 16. He is the current leader of the Thunderbirds. And it's been so nice for the Thunderbirds to have him back in full health. First few games, he was not quite full form, Connor Morgan, that we were used to, but I think in these last
9: two games, three games here, he's, he's coming back to who he was. Well, you know, keep in mind that uh, when he was out, he uh, missed a total of about three weeks uh, of games there. So he was not uh, in, shall we say, game shape and uh, not really in the, uh, the proper frame of mind. That was a nice spin move inside the
0: paint there by Max Vitala against Connor Morgan. And that draws the Spartans back into a two point deficit as they got the turnover there as well. Now for pass from Mapleberry all the way out. That was a long three point attempt there by Tenelian. They got their offensive rebound. Mapleberry kicks it out wide. This time, the shot falls short. As you had mentioned earlier, Doug, that was Mabari. And this time, Jalalpur misses the three. Morgan trying to drive a nice open dish to Jalalpur. They were looking for Morgan to go up there, but, Jala-
9: but Morgan had the wherewithal to see, hey, there's my teammate wide open under the net. Well, I mean, if uh, the defense hadn't collapsed on Connor Morgan, he would have just shot the ball and got the basket been move there by Tanilian. Nice right-hand layup off the glass
0: from the left side of the court. 54-52 Thunderbird lead here. We are at six and a half minutes in the third quarter as Connor Morgan shoves shoves the uh, Barton Tanilian of the Spartans down into the
9: ground, and it will be a throw-in here for the. Well, I think the Silva's gonna be, pick- uh, no, It's a- uh, Trunion's gonna be picking up the foul, and <sighs> it looked pretty innocuous. <laughs> some of these calls here, Doug, are a bit difficult
0: to, uh, to understand fully, yeah. They seem like maybe the referee's being a little bit too harsh on some of the game, on some of the players. There's always the conversation or where's the point where you draw where you just let the players play the game, especially one as tightly contested as this. Um, but it was a foul call nonetheless.
9: You know, I think he may have been called for a flop. I think that may have been the, uh, the call on that one. We, we would have to check with the referees, but uh, uh, I believe it was Da Silva who yeah. went down under the, uh, the push from Connor Morgan. And I, I think it was just the referee saying, hey, we're not gonna allow you to flop in this game. Right. Because going back to speaking, how the game
0: sometimes gets a bit soft in basketball, you don't want that to take over the integrity of a good, good fought basketball match.
9: Yeah, but then you can't let it go the other way, uh, where uh, you're allowing a lot of contact to, uh, uh, you know, to get past, and you end up with a bunch of people uh, duking it out at center court. Uh, so the referee's got to, you know, uh, walk a little bit of a tightrope here. And now in for
0: the game for the Trinity Western Spartans is Aaron Paco as head coach of the Spartans, Aaron Muhick. Always switching up his on-court presence to keep the game lively and always a bit mysterious to see how they can play out on court. As Borsier
9: moves in with a nice left hand layup off the glass. Yeah, you know, that is just pretty. Uh, he was able to uh, get a lane down the left side of the uh, of the paint and uh, just get a step on his defender. Now with the ball is Mappalink, passes it into
0: Vitala. Vitala loses control of the ball quickly. It's a loose ball, which is picked up by his own teammate. That was Canelian putting it in, keeping these, this deficit to two points here. Jalalpour now setting Borsi is setting the play. Jalalpour opting to go right down near the baseline, kicks it out wide for Familia, who finds himself open for a three. It's short, however, and the rebound is picked up by De Silva. Now, Mappelink linking possession for the Spartans. Five and a half here to go. Little bit of a pump fake there, twice. That was Patco, and now the long three was taken. That was by Link but it was unable to be converted, and Familia taking it down the other side for the Thunderbirds. Simon sees an inside look, but too strong off of the glass. Down the other end come the Spartans, who are blocked.
9: Yeah, great defensive effort by uh, Borsier there. Mason Borsier just stoning De Silva as he came down the court.
0: And the play is called dead here as the Thunderbirds
9: will look to inbound it. Well, halfway through the third quarter here, we uh, still have the uh, intensity and the tenacity, the energy uh, shown by the Spartans, so uh, it doesn't look like they're letting up. It doesn't, but they're starting to get into a bit of foul trouble, and they've got to be careful, because they don't want to be
0: put into the bonus here early, still in the third. Yeah, Mabry with three and Trunyon with three. And that three-point shot was no good taken back here and up court by the silva and taylor brown trying to get a hand on it but instead giving a wide open look for tanelian who luckily misses his three-point attempt a little bit of gambling there by the thunderbirds and simon thought about returning the favor at the other end but ended up passing it into grant Shepard. gives it a spin move off
9: the glass but it won't fall shots not <laughs> dropping for the uh Thunderbirds <laughs> right now as uh, they've got some good opportunities, but the ball just does not want to drop. Trunyan now at the other end. Taylor Brown trying to
0: get a hand on it. Passes it in to Max Vitala, who's fouled on the play and
9: will go to the line to shoot two. Good strong move in there by Vitala. attacking the basket, uh, getting the Thunderbirds to uh, commit the foul, and that's gonna be Patrick Simon, I believe, picking up the foul for the Thunderbirds.
0: Vitala with 10 points here on the night so far. Trying to make it 11.
9: And a chance to tie this ball game if he's able to hit both of them.
0: Converting on the first of two. Shooting a second here, 56-55 Thunderbirds. And after it bounces around the rim a few times, we're all tied up here at War Memorial.
9: Yeah, this game uh, shows an, no intention of uh, uh, getting any less intense. And Grant Shepard saying, excuse me, I'm coming through.
0: Let me just put a little left-hand dunk on you.
9: Well, speaking of intensity, he showed an awful lot of intensity, uh, you know, using a, a great strong move to the hoop. A bit of hesitation there by Vitala Vital, uh,
0: causes him, I think, a point as he had a wide open lane that he didn't see originally, Taylor Brown shoots a three and the bench goes up, but it doesn't fall in
9: and a foul is called on the play. Looks like uh, Patco going to pick up the foul for Trinity Western, uh, but we'll see. I believe it will be UBC Thunderbird ball. Five fouls now for the Trinity Western Spartans. Well, that puts UBC in the bonus uh, with 3.34 remaining in the third quarter. Only a single foul committed by the Thunderbirds. So UBC can be very aggressive going towards the hoop. Uh, If they pick up a foul, uh, they're going to be going to uh, the line to shoot. And the Spartans, of course, giving a great effort on the court, but
0: maybe mentally having a bit of lapse or physically trying to make up for the very strong offensive presence that the Thunderbirds have. Un- ended up giving a few fouls, and now find themselves uh, with the Thunderbirds, the Thunderbirds find themselves in the bonus.
9: Yeah, this may be the extent uh, of their ability to uh, to keep up this pace, uh, pace in the game. Thunderbirds, I think they gotta go for the juggler right now, and they are applying some pressure in the backcourt. Uh, token pressure, uh, though, only. Now in the game for the Thunderbirds is number six, Anthony McNish.
0: That's De Silva kicking the ball out. To to Maple Link, who is fouled on the play, and will go to the line to shoot
9: two. Chance to bring this game uh, a little bit closer. Right now, UBC with a three-point lead, uh, a very tenuous three-point lead right now because UBC has not been able to uh, really take control as they have in so many other ball games
0: the first of two shots by Mapa Link go in, and I don't think this is gonna be quite
9: the 118-point scoring affair for the Thunderbirds here tonight. Well, it still might be, but they'd have to go on a hell of a run.
0: 59-58. This game is close, and it looks like, as you mentioned, Doug, it's gonna go all the way down to the, the end to see who can draw the win on this one. Saw a great early pressure from the Spartans, and the Thunderbirds have Yes, indeed, clawed their way back against the Trinity Western Spartans to keep themselves in this game. And now the ball recovered by Odu, kicks it out to McNish. Now Shepard from the free throw line, that one bounces off the rim and is recovered by Mappelink. Multiple opportunities for the Thunderbirds, but just can't get them to drop. And that is a travel called on Link as he tried to get an inside look
9: with a spin inside the paint. In but- ma- yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean, Thunderbirds jo- jo- dodging a little bit of a bullet there. Jalalpur taking it up. We got Morgan in the game here.
0: Back out to Jalalpur. Jalalpur driving near the baseline offers it back out to Morgan, who's called on the travel. And indeed it was some some silly and costly mistakes here by the Thunderbirds.
9: Yeah, just a, a, a little bit of uh, foot shuffling there and uh, caused a, a turnover for the Thunderbirds. Both teams have been uh, very good taking care of the ball uh, in this ball game. And it looks like the Thunderbirds are almost ready to
0: extend that three-point lead they had, but Trinity West are doing a jo- good job keeping themselves very much so in this game. Down just one here, 59-58, to 58, two minutes left. Odu has the ball for the Thunderbirds. It's in now in the hands of Phil Jalalpour who motions to Connor Morgan to get wide as they set the play and slow down the pace. Odu finds McNish on a jump pass. Now it's Grant Shepard inside. They got all their big players on the court. Morgan fires from three and is unsuccessful. Three point been a bit of a rough spot for the Thunderbirds tonight. Well,
9: you're absolutely right. They have not been able to hit from outside.
0: And loose ball recovered by McNish. It's three on three down court. Finds Jalalpour smartly Offers to go inside rather than shoot the three, but
9: misplays the ball to Grant Shepard. Lack of communication there. Sloppy, both teams very, very sloppy. A turnover uh, by the Trinity Western Spartans. Uh, One of these uh, uh, passes where you uh, leave the ball to the guy who's supposed to be coming uh, in behind you, but he's not there. And that one for the Thunderbirds, just a a straight pass out of bounds where the communication just wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't there. Now the
0: ball is out to link Mappelink doing a good job helping guide this Spartan team, keeping them in this game against the powerhouse Thunderbirds. And now, at a beautiful layup, as we have a timeout taken, and the Spartans have also taken this lead. Yeah, it's 60-59.
9: Yeah, Gal there with the, uh, uh, the give and go, uh, finding a seam through the, uh, the paint and a great pass to get uh, Spengal the, uh, the bucket, and it's now Trinity back in the uh, in the lead by a single point. We've seen some misplays on passing down at the end of the
0: Thunderbirds, and we've seen some attempts from three that probably weren't the best look, and they could have gone inside, I think, against a defense that maybe isn't, isn't able to contest their inside play as well as they can their outside shooting.
9: But what I've seen for the Thunderbirds is that a lot of shots that would normally go in for them are just not dropping. Uh, The ball isn't really rolling or bouncing their way. And this is another thing that we uh, talked uh, uh, about with um, uh, Vern Knopp at halftime, that sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. Uh, His response uh, very simply is that you've got to make your own luck. You've got to make the ball uh, bounce your way. And uh, you do that by working hard. Exactly, you got to kind of outplay the game.
0: And I grew up playing baseball, and it was the same thing, right? You say, oh, somehow the ball's, you know, it's catching up on you yep. so fast. But it it's really just comes down to making those in-game adjustments and proving that you, you want that win.
9: Yeah, sometimes the ball hits a pebble or something like that, uh, takes a bad hop, uh, uh, you know, a seeing-eye grounder gets through. Uh, Thunderbirds just aren't getting it there. Another traveling
0: call here as the point the two points on the layup are nullified by Grant Shepard.
9: Yeah, that time uh, Shepard uh, uh, just did not get the ball down quick enough uh, and uh, ended up traveling on that as he shuffled his feet.
0: Spengal inbounds it to Vitala. Vitala up court. Back to Spengal, out wide. This is Allison, Allison. Cutting back and dishing the ball off now to De Silva, who lets it to the backcourt. That was for Maberry, not the backcourt, but rather be on the arc for Maberry, who missed the three-point attempt. So do now kicking out for Borsier. Borsier been doing a good job slowing down the pace for the Thunderbirds and trying to help give a, uh, a calming presence on the court.
9: Yeah, Mason Borsier for a first-year player, just such a tremendous, a steady player for them, like a, a rock right as you said it, got the
0: steal. And Maberry sliding to keep it in bounds, but unable to.
9: And it will be a Thunderbirds ball with 9.9 left here in the third. Give him the props for uh, getting down on the court and going for the ball. Unfortunately, he was just not able to stop his momentum. Someone that big is just gonna keep right on sliding and he kept sliding right out the, uh, the side of the court. And high
0: pressure there by the Spartans. You think they want this win? Come on, Doug. Look at them. As a long shot is put out there by Mabaria at last second, and we're going into the fourth quarter with a 60 to 59 one-point lead for the Trinity West Spartans.
9: Well, you know, I, I did not honestly uh, believe that Trinity Western could keep up this intensity uh, so uh, far into the game, and uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm absolutely amazed at the turnaround between uh, tonight and. And last night because they were god-awful uh just absolutely horrible out on the court last night uh but this is a different team i don't know whether they've been uh you know suddenly in, inhabited by aliens or, or or whatever uh that was the uh, premise of that space jam movie uh, <laughs> it was and I, I think i
0: think what it comes down to is after suffering such such a big loss that's 53 points that's that's something that makes you want to win. It's not even that it's the opponent that you want to beat, but you have to do it to prove to yourself that you are good because you've been training and you've been practicing all season. They still are looking for that first win in, in uh, conference, and they want it here tonight against the Thunderbirds. They don't care who their opponent is.
9: Well, I mean, certainly uh, they, come, uh, they came into this series 0-6. They ended up being 0-7 uh, as a result of last night's loss. And they certainly do not want to go 0 and 8. Uh, they had a miserable season last year. Uh, this season, they need to show, you know, some improvement. But um, you know, I, uh, up to this point, uh, up till you know, seven o'clock this evening or 7:15, um, I didn't really think that they could. But they proved me wrong. And if you're the Thunderbirds.
0: You can't underestimate any team. You come into this game, sure, you got a 53-point lead, and the ball might not be what you said, rolling your way. But, you know, you create your own luck. And it's, it's not luck. It's just pushing at this point. they got to want to win it. And, obviously, they would be embarrassed if they lost this game. If you're the Thunderbirds, you, you expect nothing less than two wins and probably two big wins coming in this weekend. Not expecting to be at this point where they find themselves down a point heading into the fourth as we are set to get underway as a trunnion inbound to De Silva gets the ball back into the hands of the Spartans. De Silva guarded by McNish gets it out to Vitala. Vitala. And a little joust there with Simon but the ball somehow goes in and somehow found the hands of Tanelian. Was a bit fading and
9: jumping off court and made uh, it sink. Uh, again, sometimes the ball just bounces your way and uh, that is a prime example. Fif-
0: 59-63, UBC down four here as Zaharievich gets a nice look inside. Good job, man on
9: oh man. Yeah, a little bit of a jump hook from Luka inside there. They gotta keep feeding the ball inside because they've got a 38, now 40 to 22 uh, margin in the, uh, in points inside the paint. Did you just see De Silva? He's six one. He just got past four guys taller than six foot six stuff. Well you're small, you are able to sneak into places where other people can't. I mean on the
0: on the side of defense for the Thunderbirds, what are they doing? They just kind of let him get in there. They didn't put up too much of effort as Simon is now called on a charge, knocking down with some vigor. That was Barton Tunnelion. That was WWE forearm shiver. You can't let that get to you, though. You know the frustration
9: that might come up from their current scoring situation. It's not going to help them. Uh, I think that was uh, a little bit frustration that uh, forearm by uh, Patrick Simon, and also a little bit of a statement to say, "Hey, we're coming for you, and we're going to be ruthless about it." Fair enough. Now, in the ball, the ball in the hands of trunnion who's. Firing another
0: deep three that time, well short. Recovered by Taylor Brown, but stepping out of bounds. Thunderbirds, small mistakes are adding up quickly here.
9: Yeah, he just did not realize where he was on the court. uh, Stepped on the line while he was uh, rebounding that shot. And uh, uh, again, that happens. Uh, And it's unfortunate though,
0: because the ball could have went out. He opted to catch it and try and jump save it back in, but uh, made the wrong decision, I guess, at the end of the day there. Ball kicked back out to Trunyon. Guarded tight as we have two seconds left on the shot clock and does not get it off in time. As Trunyon was trying to draw a foul, arguing for one, but will not get it. And the ball is back in the hands of the Thunderbirds here.
9: Yeah, but still uh, Trinity Western did not realize where the shot clock was at. They've got to have better court awareness.
0: As Taylor Brown does a nice job getting past a couple bodies in the paint. Rolling up on the far side of the court with a nice layup off the fingers.
9: Just sheer sprinter speed there by Taylor Brown. He's
0: very agile on the court, to say the least. But unfortunately, leaving his man, Max Vitale not able to convert, but an offensive rebound. Blocked by Luka Zaharievich there. Gets this crowd a little excited as Jalalpour tries to create a little magic. And he will go to the line to shoot too as we have a Spartan down on the court being now helped up and that
9: is it is pogos trunnion that uh, for trunnion going to be his fourth personal foul though as he tried to draw the charge uh from an oncoming phil jalalpour he
0: he's now coming off he was arguing for his uh position to stay on the court but coach taking him off as probably needs a bit of a breather as well
9: well 743 remaining in this uh regulation time at least, I mean, we can't say that uh, this game is gonna be over after that 7.43. Jalalpour hitting the first of two.
0: And Jalalpour converting on both, tying the Thunderbirds at 65 here
9: in this fourth quarter. We are at 7.43 left. You know, I, I joked with the uh, Thunderbird coaching staff before the game about, uh, hey, come on, let's give the fans a real treat, uh, a back-and-forth br- uh, game here uh, that everybody can enjoy. And uh, they said, no, nah, we don't want to do that. We want to be very boring. We want to just uh, uh, come away with a comfortable victory. Well, uh, I think I'm getting my wish.
0: say the least. Seen a c- few great games here tonight so far. As a nice fade there, somehow we're talking about rolls and bounces goes in for vartan tanelian as he's now up to i want to say four. yes indeed 14 points on the night as well with trunnion leading the spartan offense Jalalpur trying to do something about it at the end for the thunderbirds finds familia who's back in the game patrick simon here with the spin move is blocked familia finding the ball as shot clock was winding down and the rebound by Josiah Allison, gives possession back to the Spartans. Tenelian gets the ball out, Vitala. Vitala driving in, baseline, kicks it wide out to Allison who shot the three but I believe he
9: stepped out of bounds. Turnover. Unforced error by uh, Trinity Western there but uh, really uh, the intensity is still there. The tenacity is there, the energy is there. We've been saying this all game, wondering when it's going to end for uh, the Spartans, but um, you know, I, I just don't see that happening just yet. That's
0: what I'm saying. I think, I think we may have both counted them out too early on. As Morgan gets the inside dish and is fouled, goes to the line to shoot two, and we were saying when is it going? Well, we'll wait for them to run out. But Doug, they're they're in the lead. We're in the fourth. It's 6:26, and they have a two point lead right now as Morgan's trying to keep the Thunderbirds uh, within check here, not falling down too
9: much into a de- deficit. Uh, Patco with his uh, fourth personal foul, so uh, he's gonna have to take a seat on the bench.
0: Morgan missing the first of his two free throws. And converting on the second one, bringing the Thunderbirds within one point link now bringing the ball up and it's in the hands of Vitala, trading it back to link,
9: And a foul there. Looks like Isaiah Familia gonna be called uh, on uh, a foul away from the play there. We saw Isaiah sliding across the court some sort of collision but uh, i was watching the guy with the yeah, with the ball so i didn't see exactly what happened
0: yeah i think Familia almost trying to play it off like it wasn't his fault but shaking his head rather whether it be in dismay or frustration with himself the shot clock's at 10 as nice feed into tonelian brings this lead back up to three points for the trinity western spartans
9: bad defense there by connor morgan who just lost to completely long
0: pass out for Odoo who opts to go in rather than shoot out Taylor Brown finding a three point shot and he nails it we got we are all tied here folks 545 left in the fourth
9: 69 to 69 this game has been going back and forth numerous times and a
0: travel now there's some hope here for the Thunderbirds to hopefully
9: get on a roll well there better be some hope for the Thunderbirds here Uh, this is an extremely talented team and uh, just for the Spartans to hang with them for so long it is a tribute to the effort that they have tonight.
0: As the Spartans were caught a bit off guard as there was a quick feed up to Taylor Brown. Now, we, there was a foul called and we will have an inbound from the Thunderbirds. <laughs> Dumps in a little alley-oop right in front of the net. Using his height to his advantage was Connor
9: Morgan dumping that little light lob pass. I mean, you had to expect that. I mean, everybody in the in the gym saw that coming. It's classic. Classic for the Thunderbirds and Connor Morgan especially.
0: Taylor Brown reaching, and we have the UBC bench coaches yell. I mean, the coaches are furious right now, Doug. They're not happy with what happened. What with there what's happening. They are a mite perturbed. the <laughs> Silva looking to inbound. Passes it out. Gets it to Tenelian. Tightly guarded by Isaiah Familia. Tenelian kicks it back out wide. That's Maberry. Well short on his shot, but somehow Silva getting
9: the... P- what kind of a shot? was That was a hook from nearly beyond the off. That was a prayer. Uh, that was an absolute prayer. Wow. I have no idea. Uh, he had no business taking that shot, and it went in. the Silva with the crazy shot conversion as Connor Morgan
0: misses a 3. We are tied at 71-71 with some nice bounces and a real sense of grit for this Trinity Western Spartans team. Tied here late in the fourth against the powerhouse that is the Thunderbirds as we saw another attempt at a at a prayer hook shot. That one unable to co- be converted. Taylor Brown passing into Morgan. Morgan trying to get something to happen. Going up and under. And the ball will be turned over as unsuccessful
9: on that layup. Absolutely nothing going right for the Thunderbirds here. Uh, When the ball hits the rim, it bounces out for them. When the ball hits the rim for TWU, it bounces in. Uh, All I can say is there must be some divine intervention here tonight uh, for Trinity Western. De Silva now bringing it up. De Silva...
0: Not that great from the field so far. But making his presence and his speedy ball handling. It's now in the hands of Trunyon. Dishes it out. We got three left on the shot clock as Vitala tries to get it to go in. And we somehow saw another tip. That was Maberry after a missed layup by Vitala. Goes in off the glass, Doug.
9: Yeah, I, I still can't believe that all these shots
0: are going in. Is it luck at this point? Or is it maybe a, uh, a different sense of a
9: gameplay? Uh, I mean, uh, you've seen the shots. Th- there's no way uh, this is, uh, is scripted. Uh, right. It has to be all luck going in uh, right now. And the Thunderbirds, you know, the shots that they're uh, they're taking right now are not bad shots. They're just not going in. They're hitting the rim and bouncing out. Right. But a big change in scoring differential between last game and tonight.
0: Whether or not these shots have been lucky from Trinity Western, the Thunderbirds have been really limited for an offense that averages over 95 points a night. We're at 71 right now, and we have under five minutes left in this fourth quarter.
9: Hey, don't get me wrong, you cannot attribute this uh, game, uh, the switch in momentum in this game to just pure luck. Uh, I think a lot of that that is playing into it for the Spartans, but uh, uh, you know, Uh, The Thunderbirds just aren't taking control as they should as they have the ability to do Their offense, which is usually such
0: a driving force for their team been a bit lackluster We saw Jalalpur start off strong still leading the team him and Morgan both with 18 but falling down I guess in the sense of intensity where we've seen Morgan try and put up some layups unable to fall in and Jalalpour has been trying to be a, a, a catalyst and in, in a playmaker. But, again, nothing quite lining up quite right for the Thunderbirds. Got well, 3.42 left.
9: Yeah, second half, uh, only two points for Phil Jalalpour, three points for Connor Morgan. That's it. They have not uh, uh, really contributed an awful lot. But that's where the other guys have got to pick them up.
0: Zaharievich, his layup is cancelled as there was a penalty called i want to say it was on B- vitala yes indeed it was on vitala and zaharievich will go to the line he did convert the layup but it was it was nullified after the referee waved it off
9: yeah it goes back to what i was saying earlier is that uh, it, it's a team game sometimes your best players uh, you know run into a, a cold streak and i think that's what's happened uh, to both Phil and, uh, and Connor so far. Uh, but it's the responsibility of your teammates to pick you up, to have your back. And uh, right now uh, that doesn't seem to be happening for the, uh, for the Thunderbirds, at least not enough. And missing the second one, but rebounding are the Thunderbirds
0: as Morgan says, there you go. That'll give us the lead,
9: 74-73 after a nice dunk inside by Connor Morgan. Now that may be the turning point in this ball game, we'll have to see. Uh, but uh, the Thunderbirds have got to build on that because that was a momentum change right there. Trunnion now with the
0: ball, dancing outside and pulling up while he's moving, gets it to fall.
9: Trunnion having some kind of night shooting so far. And a foul in the backcourt. So uh, UBC is going to be going to the uh, charity stripe on the other end uh, a, a lot. Uh, I, I think one of the things that has worked so well for Trinity tonight is that they have uh, uh, gotten UBC outside their comfort zone by applying the pressure uh, to them. Uh, right now, the Thunderbirds are you know, just not comfortable out on the court. As
0: Jalalpour sinks the first of two, it is... All tied up here at 75. That bonus coming to play as that allowed Jalalpur to go to the line. And two for two there. Thunderbirds slim one-point lead here with 3.06. But indeed, I think I think just a little off balance they feel overall with this big push and uh, real desire to win, as well as some timely and really lucky shots, like you would mentioned, from the as we have De Silva dishing off a pass to a unaware Vitala now it was a turnover and the Thunderbirds take it back up Jalalpur trying to drive him the outside pulls up with a fade from inside the arc but that one is well short off the bottom of the rim
9: really thought he should have contributed his uh, or continued his dribble uh, maybe get the basket uh, maybe pick up a foul maybe get the basket and a chance for a three-point play and that one Morgan coming close to
0: goaltending there, didn't decide to pull back, and Thunderbirds maintain their close one-point lead as the Spartans attempted a little layup. Yeah, my heart's pumping right now. Talk about some good games tonight. Jalapur thought about the three, faked. Good pressure on them. Familia kicking out wide for Patrick Simon from three. That one's short. Jalapur, great offensive rebound, great hustle. Now inside pass, and he's fouled on the play. Taylor Brown was the one charging in, going up for that layup. Although they're missing, they're showing hard here and they really, really want this win. They well, know they need it.
9: Yeah, usually it's downtown Taylor Brown, but we've seen a couple of times when uh, he has just, uh, you know, taken on the role of the flash, uh, just uh, flying into the uh, to the paint there uh, and uh, picking up some uh, passes and that time uh, getting a foul called. Brown missing on the first of
0: two shots. The lead for the Thunderbirds remains 76-75. We have a minute 50 here to play in the fourth. This could very well be another game that we could see some
9: extra free basketball, Doug. Very tenuous lead for the Thunderbirds, just a a single bucket. We see some of the Thunderbird players on the bench, including Isaiah
0: Uguala, getting up and cheering for his team. They need that extra push here as Mapo Link, Dishes it out, inside pass to Trunyan who goes under and is fouled by Taylor Brown on the play. Dropping his head and shaking in disbelief, Morgan trying to gather his team together and give him a little inspirational speech here and say let's go, come on guys, let's not drop our heads.
9: Yeah, Trunyan uh, a a perfectly executed back door there as he went uh, left to right across the uh, the back of the key and uh, was not able to get the shot to go but is at the free throw line.
0: Crowd getting loud, trying to distract Pogo's trunnion. Missing the first of his two shots. 77-75, Thunderbirds with the slim lead. This time he gets the second shot cleanly. Morgan inbounds to Jalalpour. Minute 30 left. Thunderbirds not really able to wind down their clock here. They need
9: to get some more points up on this board. Yeah, they, they need to get a bucket on this particular possession here. Uh, they've got to apply some pressure to uh, Trinity. Jalalpour, long kick out for
0: Simon understanding they need those points goes inside fouled and he's going to the charity stripe let's go T bird
9: yeah that's what I like to see I like to see them attack the basket and that's what uh, Patrick Simon did he's been taking the three-pointers and he's been relatively successful but that time they really needed to attack the basket to go in there he got the bucket to drop and has a chance for a three-point play and Simon being smart on that play having the wherewithal
0: understanding i think he thought about the three originally as we have a substitution on the
9: court for the spartans we have josiah allison now coming on but more importantly uh uh uh, vitella fouling out of this game
0: Uh, yeah vitella being a strong presence on the court for the spartans and a real driving force for them so they'll see what they can do without him obviously still having Tenelian and Trunnion out there who have also been big forces for them. Here goes the attempt at the three-point play for Simon. Unsuccessful. Morgan gets the rebound. Let's make it a four-point play. Unsuc- unable to convert. Throws his hands up in frustration. Now it's Link down at the other end. They're down by three with a minute. This is Trinity Western Spartans saying we're a team to contend with and we came here to play the whole game today. This is Allison now dribbling, getting an inside look. Big block, but a shot as the shot clock expired by Link Thunderbirds calming down as they now have a three-point lead.
9: Still maybe looking for another couple points here with 37 left in the game. Oh yeah, another couple points makes this a two-possession game. So UBC has really got to attack the basket. No three-point shots. I don't want to see any three-point shots.
0: That's Borsier out wide for Isaiah. Familia from three, somehow hits a Doug. Okay. And Familia is pumped up, flexing his muscles and going up for a little bump there with Jalalpour. That might be the one that seals it for a game that
9: the Thunderbirds couldn't figure out what they could do to improve on. That's one of those things where the entire stadium uh, goes, no, 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 yes. Against all odds, I guess, with the luck that they've been having, and the three-point exactly, and the three-point
0: failure in conversion, Isaiah Familius sinking a very
9: clutch three there, giving the Thunderbirds a six-point two-possession lead with just a very solid two-possession game. Exactly, you know uh, what this does with 22 seconds left in the uh, in regulation time, it forces Trinity Western to uh, hoist up a couple of uh, three-pointers or attack the basket, see if they can draw uh, the foul while making the basket as well. Trinity Western here
0: having a slim lead or being tied with the Thunderbirds all game.
9: First time they find themselves down by more than five points actually. Yeah, really this is the biggest uh, lead for the Thunderbirds in this ball game so far. And uh, the Thunderbirds, hey, uh, now it's on the Thunderbird defense, 24 seconds actually uh, remaining in the uh, regulation time. Uh, The Thunderbirds gotta play uh, tough defense. They've gotta force uh, Trinity Western to take uh, a difficult shot, but you really don't wanna foul. If you foul, it stops the clock, gives people a breather, and uh, gives uh, Trinity Western uh, a chance to uh, get things going. And running out of time, running
0: out of time are the Spartans. As Allison was trying to make a play happen and the ball will be turned over in what looks to be like
9: a win now for the Thunderbirds. Took too long to get the ball inbounds there. He was having difficulty. He had Connor Morgan right in front of him. It was very difficult for him to uh, see his teammates on the uh, the court there. Uh, So he held on the ball too long. Uh, and committed the yeah, um, not. Not. Uh, the you turnover. Now UBC is in the driver's seat. Uh, they can take a lot of time off the clock because uh, it's less than 24 seconds. Trinity Western has to, has foul, to foul. Has to foul. There's You've no other way around at
0: this yeah. point. So obviously, this gives uh, UBC another chance to put more points on the board, effectively make it a three-possession game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I will say though, with all the <laughs> surprises that we've seen today i'm not counting
9: out yeah uh, the I mean, spartans just yeah like no it's i didn't say i i've seen uh eight points scored in a three second span in the nba uh on numerous occasions uh, reggie miller was one um i think he even got double digits in a in an eight-second uh, span it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, And there's 24 more seconds here. Okay, now Trinity has to go for the steal, but they're not gonna be able to get it. Now they got to foul immediately. And this will put Morgan at the line. Morgan so
0: far, at the end of the third quarter, was only one for two with free throws. I believe in the fourth, he went back and hit one of his other two attempts. It's not perfect today by any means, but able to sink that one. The lead is now at
9: seven. And that should put the final nail in for the Thunderbirds uh, as they'll uh, pick up a victory against uh, Trinity Western. As you say that, we have the three-point apt Trunnion at the other end,
0: firing from deep, unable to convert on that one. And I think this is the final charge as Morgan passes it off to Jalalpour. And the clock winds down to 2-1, and that is game, folks, here at War Memorial Gym here in Vancouver. The UBC Thunderbirds men's team pulling off a highly contested 84-76 victory. Doug, all game, Thunderbirds trying to claw their way back in, able to do so in the last minutes there in the fourth. What was it that was holding the Thunderbirds back and what allowed the Spartans to be so successful
9: against this strong offense all game? You know, if I knew exactly what happened, I'd be down there coaching. I, uh, the ball finally rolled uh, for them. And uh, I talked about uh, a turning point in the game, which was that dunk by uh, Connor Morgan. That was a momentum shift, but probably the most important point in this uh, game the most important uh, uh, play was Patrick Simon passing up on the three-point attempt, attacking the basket, getting the bucket to fall, and picking up the foul in the same time. That gave UBC the edge that it needed. And you know, uh, personally, if I had to pick a uh, a player of the game, a most important uh, turning point in the game, uh, that was it. Uh, Patrick Simon uh, getting that bucket. Simon putting up
0: eight points on the night. You also mentioned Connor Morgan, the game high score for the Thunderbirds with 22. On the side of the Trinity West Spartans, we saw trunnion with some three-point 3, three point fanatics, and really dazzled kind of the crowd with some of his shot attempts. Put up 17 tonight, and Tanelian coming in close behind with 16. Trinity Western held their own very well all game. Yeah. Mostly actually leading the Thunderbirds throughout, and Thunderbirds able to claw their way back in at the end, but doing a good job putting a lot of pressure on the Thunderbird offense.
9: You know, I don't know many, how many uh, ties or lead changes there were uh, in this game, but there, there had to be a heck of a lot of them. And uh, I think this is a little bit of a, um, a, a teaching point for the Thunderbirds that uh, uh, even a team that um, is uh, 0-8 now, uh, can come back up and, and bite you. So you've got to be on your guard at all times. You've got to be playing at your uh, highest level at all times. And now the Thunderbirds find themselves at six and two on the
0: season. I believe next week that they will go out to play the to play at Winnipeg on Friday and Saturday. And we'll see what they can do, if they can carry this four game win streak or if maybe this game threw them off a bit. We'll see how they bounce back. Interesting game. Hard to really deduce where they go from here.
9: Well, you know, uh, a game like this uh, puts a little bit of fear in you, and they know what happened when they went to uh, uh, to Calgary. They knew the, uh, they played absolutely horrible there. Uh, Winnipeg is not as accomplished, certainly, as... Um, as Calgary, however, they're no slouch. They're certainly uh, a lot better team uh, than the the Trinity Western Spartans as we try to uh, quickly look up the standings here to see just how good things are.
0: Right, Winnipeg did lose tonight to Fraser Valley 59 to 67, so they're coming in off of a loss, but it'll be interesting to
9: see how they're able to bounce back after this a strange win, to say the least. Okay, uh, just quickly looking over the statistics here. Uh, points in the paint, uh, UBC 48 to 30, so an 18 uh, point advantage there. Uh, you know, definitely something that they uh, uh, they need to uh, keep working uh, through. Uh, because that seems to be their bread and butter this year. Second chance point, 17 to nine in favor of the Thunderbirds. So, uh, you know, I mean, that shows uh, athleticism on the Thunderbirds part. But, uh, you know, I I, got to tell you uh, uh, five of 21, uh, three point shooting, um, you know, that's really un-Thunderbird like. Yeah, and a bit disappointing realizing there at the end
0: where they had to change their game. Did it in a timely manner, however, and able to come away with the win. Thank you all so much for tuning in, both at CITR and on Canada West. Tonight, this has been Jacob Bear and Doug Richards. Earlier, you heard me alongside Natalie Scadden. Thank you guys all so much, and have a wonderful evening.
3: All right, welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed CITR's live broadcast of UBC Women's and Men's Thunderbird Basketball heartbreaking loss for the women's team in overtime 75 to 71 for Trinity Western. But um another both ex- both games tonight really exciting. Um the Thunderbirds winning 84 to 76 over Trinity Western in men's basketball. Um if you enjoyed that, if you want to you hear more of CITR sports coverage uh every Thursday 3:30 to 4 Pacific time. Thunderbird I me Jacob Ayer. Um the uh the play-by-play commentator that you just heard, Jacob Ayer, uh, and me, Eric Thompson, we will run down the scores, the latest news in Thunderbird sports. That's every week, Thursday, 3.30 to 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, exciting basketball, and if you tu- do tune into uh Thunderbird Eye, you'll also hear the next times that we will be broadcasting Thunderbird basketball and Thunderbird volleyball live on CITR 101.9 FM. I will leave you with some tunes.
8: There's a place you hold I left behind Your time—you should know why. I'm quitting. The secrets I hide, I do nothing. You're always the. living